Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Did you like that new intro song, you guys? We hope you did. It came from a uh, buddy of Kevin's. My friend Travis Chatham uh, was uh, briefly in a band with my other high school friend Wes Hopper. And he cut up some of the songs to just uh, put that little instrumental part that we could use as a, in a loop in our intro. Uh, if you want to uh, fuck with Travis's music, he's in a cover band called FM Radio. Great name. Yeah, I know. You, we were saying it's weird that someone else hasn't that, yeah. that was available. You can go to their website. It's www.coverbandforhire.com. They're called FM Radio. What was their catchphrase again? It was, oh, fuck. It's like I, styles, I styles from all over the dials. No, some, yeah. something like that. Something like that. It was uh, every style from every dial. Every style from every <laughs> dial. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, so um, that's where that came from. Yeah, thank you, uh, Travis, for for letting us use uh, some of your music for our intro. So we'll probably have this as our music for for a minute, like a month, month and a half. But send us uh, stuff if you're in a band and and have some music that's not like copyright protected, so that so we don't have to worry about our episodes being taken yeah. down. Uh, if you have something it like can't that, can't be on iTunes. Yeah, it can't. Yeah, it can't be copyright protected. Pretty much. Um, Something they can search for and remove. So if you have something similar to like what you just heard at the beginning of this, something like fun, catchy, rock and roll, it could be electronica-ish, rock and roll inspired, whatever, something like that, uh, send us what you got and uh, maybe we'll use it for the next round, for the next you know round of episodes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, thank you, Travis, for that. And then um, what, um, what day? Um, my mind's all over the place because we're recording this before I even go to kentucky but this will come out after i get back right so right now i'm in las vegas pretty much as you guys Gross. are listening to this so it's hot we're in the desert i'm probably by a pool um there's or a krispy creams in the excalibur i'm so probably know. there now actually eating a donut um so i'm playing harris at the Im- uh, improv the improv at harris all week 21st to the 26th las vegas nevada uh then the workshop show at the comedy store july 29th Joe Rogan confirmed for that. So he will be there. That show, uh, Joe Rogan, Bobby Lee, Kevin Christie, Nick Thune, I'm hosting, uh, probably leaving a name out or two. That show will sell out. So go to the Comedy Store's website, five bucks, get tickets. It'll be a good show. All the comics I just named doing brand new material. Um, And then San Antonio the week after that uh, at the LOL Comedy Club, me and Bobby Lee. and then uh, this episode was fun that we just did. Zapatos episode. Yeah. The what? We t- that's shoes in Spanish. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it is. Yeah. We talked sneakers with our friend Jerry Ferrara. This is, the, uh, this is our first three-time guest, apparently. Yeah. Our dynasty guest. Our dynasty guest. Yeah. We, meet- <laughs> we talked sneakers and being a sneakerhead and what got, you, got him into sneakers, what sneakers he is super into, yeah. and what about it. Like, why, why we think... It's like people get so fired up about them and where it came yeah. from. And it's actually pretty interesting because I think it has a lot to do with where you grew up, the income level you grew up, who was around. And it's really, I think it's like super environmental that has to do with what got people into that kind of stuff. So it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. What culture you were kind of, if you grew up a sports fan, it's like, you're going to know everything about every sports related shoe. If you were into skateboarding, there's the shoes for that. There's, um... It's like a weird, interesting thing people get obsessed with. 
It's a big subculture. It's actually yeah. one of the bigger subcultures, I think, right now in it's, pop culture is sneaker collecting. Yeah. It's a daily thing. You can throw on those shoes every day for months and be like, this is who I am. This is what I it's like. A thing you, it's basically a thing you can tell, you can say about yourself every single day, which I always find interesting. Yeah. Whenever I get a new pair of shoes, I'm just like, I put That's them on the and I'm like, I'm going to sit up on a ledge and someone's going to go like, dude, those are cool. What are those? Yeah. Are you? I mean, you hope that they do. And then you can have this whole conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jerry knows a shitload about Jordans. It's insane. Um, it's great. Because, I mean, I learned so much stuff. But yeah, and then the Nice Kicks website. So there's a lot of... Co- okay, there's a lot of cool information in this episode. He tells some cool stories, some fun stories about growing up, about, you know, uh, press tours and the, the fun, cool stuff he's gotten. Uh, so you get a whole range. And then you get a, a lot of knowledge about... Uh, Jordans and other shoes and then some cool like websites and Instagrams to go to uh, to pretty much see everything that we were talking about uh, and stay up to date on like what cool shoes are coming out um, that's pretty much that we're not going to give away any any more details you yeah. have to listen suckers okay. Um, okay and I think that does it right yeah okay all right have fun with this uh, episode that doesn't have a name yet but it will by the time you click on the link Bye. Like, you're our three ring guests. A lot of people have, like, back to... A lot of teams, like, go back to back. Three's a dynasty. But it's when you do three... It's a dynasty. Yeah, it's a dynasty. You're talking about the Cowboys, the Bulls. Like, the Yankees (laughs) have done, like, three out of four. Patriots? It's a dynasty. Same, similar, yeah. like three out of four sort of thing. Are the Giants three? No. What are the two? They've never gone back. Giants. Not back to back, but like within like a. You guys hate me already. It's already turned into a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you a sports related question. Like, Bring it. How many before you start hating a team? You know, there's like a level of like, this is a dynasty. These guys are champions. They represent sports in America and competition. Yeah, I mean, like, but then after you get to like five or six, you're like, I'm starting to get sick of these yeah, assholes. Yeah, people got sick of the Red Sox after a while. Like, like it was like when they got to like two or three, it was like, all right, shut up. Well, because the all right, in the case of the Red Sox, their whole identity changed. They went from a hundred years of a cursed team that yeah. never won a World the Series. That was their loser. identity. Yeah, they just yeah. loved wallowing in the fact that they've never yeah. won a World Series. Then they won one. And people wearing the shirts. Now I could finally die happy. Then yeah. they went two, and then their identity then became, oh, we're the best now. You know? Yeah. Well, then they could get like really good players. They became like a great team to go to if you're like a free agent or whatever. Right. I just want what I wanted out of the Red Sox winning constantly. The Sox. Is <laughs> is like Bill Buckner should have like a luxury suite. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> he should never. have like like there should. I think they had him. He could share it with Steve Bartman. I don't know if they. Oh God, Bartman. Still waiting for like Kevin James to play Steve Bartman in the biopic. Bartman's mm-hmm. kind of the only reason I care about like the Cubs winning is like let that guy in out of the cold. And it's well for, to answer your question, Nick. Usually, yeah. team wins a championship that's not your favorite team. You're kind of gunning for them the next year. Like fuck yeah. those guys. Two in a row is around the time where it becomes everyone's on the same side of do not let them win three in a row. Like that's <laughs> yeah. where it's like even like yeah. teams that get eliminated, like yo, go beat the like the Spurs, for instance, and yeah. basketball yeah. kind of became that. And it's hard to hate them because they're the best run for like if you look at them as a business, they're the most well run organization in all of sports. Yeah. yeah. They do it the right way. Do you think people hate the Spurs because they 
won so much or because they're kind of boring? Both. It's a combination of both. Like right. they're, they win so much. They're boring. They're too um, efficient. They're like a robot. A lot yeah, of journalists like, yeah. don't love going to the San Antonio to cover the finals. Right. You know, they'd much rather go to Miami or yeah, LA. LA. Yeah. yeah. Or the, whole thing, the whole thing's <laughs> kind of dry. They don't want to be on the river walk covering the finals <laughs> in June. They say apparently yeah. it could smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just not a lot of like... I guess personality. He's like Tony Parker's all French and whatever. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Tim is, Duncan got hustled for like twelve million dollars. I don't know if you read the story. No. By some shady business advice, and he's not even mad about it. He's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it was a bad business decision by me. And, uh, <laughs> luckily, I have enough money. And now he's also still like playing for the veteran minimum. Like you would think, then he'd try and pull a Kobe. And I'd be like, give me twenty million for one year as like my thank you. I still he still wants to win rings. He's taking like three million bucks for this year. Yeah. Also, they could afford other players. Wow. Just out there winning champions. That's look, a team player. Looking like the Lorax. He's a good dude. I will tell my young son, if, to, if he needed a role model, if I ever had a young son, you look up Tim Duncan. Yeah. Yeah, be like but the, that even guy. like Even the Admiral was like that. They were all just like quietly great. Great segue. <laughs> I love David Rowe. Into sneakers. Yeah. Do you want to know why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great segue into sneakers. Um I, so I went, and this is not a plug, but I went, there's a new shoe palace opened up at Melrose. We were talking about it yeah. before we got rolling. And they have the, what is this? Oh, boy. By the way, do you, like, do you look at the colors? Of, you're an artist, so. I love that pin. I bought it just because it was The colors in the Spurs logo. Oh, the I mean, Spurs logo. Is that pink? Is that salmon? What it's is salmon. that? salmon. When, when the Spurs re- got a new logo, got a new color scheme in the 90s, Basically, the entire world bugged out. Bugged out. You bought that hat just because it was and great they like, looking. They were the first team to incorporate any sort of pinkish, yeah, like not masculine, masculine color into yeah. their. The right. Hornets logo. had had they teal, were next. yeah, and that. But it but they, that they, Spurs logo predates the Hornets. Yeah, they ushered in a new kind of color scheme situation. Well. If we're here to talk a little bit about sneakers, so I go to the, the the Melrose location of Shoe Palace, and I'm looking through. You know, it's an amazing store. I'm looking through the stuff, and sure enough, they have the old school throwback David Robinson pumps. No uh. one knows this. No, I mean, a lot of people, c- civilians, don't know. Nike made a pump before Reebok. Really? really? David Robinson sneakers had were high top like almost like how the kobe's are i don't know if you've ever seen the kobe high tops that he plays in like they're not even high tops they go like oh like up to the bottom of the knee almost that's how high they are right. like military so the, boots. The, the admirals kind of had that level high top and they had a pump on the side oh yeah with the release on uh, the back right. i remember the first time billy cox in brooklyn we used to always make fun of him <laughs> c-o-x yeah we yeah. always say billy cox's mom <laughs> like billy cox walked out with the neon what with the white and neon yellow david robinson's when they just came out and he stepped onto this fucking schoolyard and he pump, he reached down <laughs> and started going he's like what is he doing what is he doing? And it's we, gonna fly. All day long, we just kept pumping them up and releasing them. <laughs> Pump them up, release them. <laughs> and then Reebok pumps came out, and D Brown and and I had the Michael black, Chang. I had the black top pumps. I had those. Nick, you ever mess with pumps, Nick? I think I can't remember if I actually had a pair when I was a kid, or I just fantasized about them. And now when I look back, I'm like, I think I had them right because I'd sit there and pump them and yeah. release. The Michael. But I don't Chang remember. I would buy. Ten, them. Uh, they're hard to find. I'd fuck with those right 
now. You should. Those are hard I'd get to find. A pair of those. They're very like, hard to find. You know, it would be baller if you bought like one for outside and then one for because you play the tennis. I look them up like once a month. They're not out there. They're hard right to now. find. They don't reissue them at all. They did like four years ago. Four but years ago, it's and been they, a while. They went quickly. Yeah. Um, the worst thing in the world to do when you were a kid with pumps is over pump them, and they could actually burst. Yeah, they could burst like a tire. Oh yeah, I remember. And that then the happening. white shit fucking flies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's a terrible thing to do. I would, I would love those Michael Chang pumps. When's your birthday? January. <laughs> January. I they, don't know they if you're a Michael Chang them, pumps friend. They reissued them in tennis ball felt. <laughs> they came out in yellow yeah. tennis ball felt. Yeah, that's how they. Yeah. No, but the original ones were the, they were just white, blue, and yellow. They're white leather, and they had blue, like a blue kind of trim, and then and then a and then a yellow tennis ball pump. Right. But, but they, like, the tennis no, no, ball was they felt. They reissued one. They were covered in tennis ball felt. Oh, the whole shoe. The whole shoe That's was yellow. Weird. And I was like, bring it. <laughs> like, that is good. And I wonder, too, like... A-Life did a is uh, Michael, an issue, uh, 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 an addition of him. I wonder if Michael Chang was... I mean, he must have been the first, but was he the only Asian athlete to ever have, like, a shoe deal, I wonder? Like, I don't know if Jeremy Lin ever got one or not. He, Dude, he may have been. Do you guys have a researcher here? Hey! <laughs> check out if, uh, he may be the first well in, in america i bet you there's right no that's what i'm talking about like yeah i can't yeah. think of any asian other asian american how many asian famous asian athletes have there been yeah i mean because the right? thing with michael ching was he was super young Four? he was like the youngest <laughs> man to win the french and his thing was he wasn't like necessarily the best tennis player he was incredibly fast so he could get to the ball really quick he had these huge calves, and he could jump high. He was really short. He could jump high, and he was incredibly fast, so he just got to the ball quick. I'm going to need to watch some old Michael Chang footage, I think. Dude, he was great. That guy was great. And talk about, like, in high school, I was on the tennis team. Like, that guy meant a lot to the Korean. Nerd. Like, Koreans are obsessed <laughs> with tennis, so, like, they were, they, he was everybody's hero. But did you have those sneakers? When no, you were a kid I couldn't no? get my my parents would not buy me expensive sneakers ever. The only the when I got pumps is because I had a job as a busboy. I had to get a job to be able to buy expensive. Did you sneakers. have Jordan? You had Jordans when you were a kid, right? No, no, nope. No. I bought a, the only pair of Jordans I've ever owned. I bought when I was like twenty eight or like maybe thirty. I bought I bought white Jordan threes when they reissued like them. Cement in, threes, yeah, cement threes. Those, are, they, the be- those are my favorite sneaker of all to time. To me, the black the, the black, black ones cement. are the best. Black cement's the best. Black cement on uh, nice kicks, which uh, is probably one of the best, if not the best, like sneaker blog right. out there. And they have great. What's it called? No. Nice kicks. Nice kicks. And they uh-huh. have, uh, you know, great Instagram account and all that shit. But um, they did up. like their twenty three, obviously in honor of Jordan, like their twenty three best Jordan threes. Right. And I th- and black cement. Was number white cement was two, black cement was one, and it's kind of hard to argue that black cement to me is the best yes. sneaker. It's you could wear those with ever, and you could also wear those with anything. You and could wear to them with me, a they, suit, you could wear them with a white tee. They're you could wear similar. Them with they're similar in it as to what made what what turned into like a great throwback jersey. Is initially people thought they were ugly. When they first came out, I remember my friend Casey. Oh, Canale, they, the, they undersold. Yeah, they my friend Casey Canale got a pair. And I was like, and I just remember being like, those are crazy. And, and but people were like, oh, I hate them because they, they didn't like the cement part. Yep. They were like, that's ugly. And then so they undersold, which then 
it made them into like it's the same way like the the weird throwback jerseys are popular like the old white Sox jerseys the old brewers jerseys Is anything there's... ugly became so popular. those were considered like really ugly back then yeah they, they were they so didn't cool sell. They, I, I, and I, I think i also i might have been reading this on one of their blogs or a different blog like yeah the the white cement threes and the black cement threes yeah. just didn't really Wow. I think that also coincided when they launched like the Spike Lee Mars yeah. campaign. Oh, so, so like cool the campaign looking. worked and was yeah. a success. Like I, obviously there was no such thing as viral back then, but like that, no, that would have been a viral great. video. And um yeah, they just didn't sell, but the reissue I guess it's similar, like even like with watches, like what you know, you and I discuss the Milgauss all the time. Like yeah. that was probably a similar thing. The Milgauss didn't really sell, but then they A lot of Rolex's big the most like hard to find ones now are the dogs. The Paul Newman Daytona was a dog. It ate it. It people didn't. What what is that about our culture? Is well, that like the underdog the, not, in us? No, it just makes it less available. It just makes it like people don't save them because they're not popular. Like and you they know, make a bunch. Well, yeah, they they don't make they don't make enough of them. They don't make a lot of them because they're not popular. So then they're not out there. So they makes it hard to find a popular a popular anything. There's too many of them because they're they're easy to find. Like wow, look how ugly that is. Nobody has that. We have to have that. <laughs> yeah, like it's not hard to find a, a Toyota Camry because they're routinely the most. popular I guess the same thing, thing in in music. Like any artist who just did not release a lot of shit or passed away before his or her prime. Van Gogh didn't sell like, anything. Not a lot of Van Gogh inventory. sold one painting while he was alive to his brother. That's it? Yeah. Dude, I mean, there's a, a lot of right, right time, wrong place, right time, whatever. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> um, yeah, and then you just don't break till later or a design could be ahead of its time. So we could safely say the Jordan... The Jordan 3 was three like ahead black of its cement time. was ahead yeah. of its time. For real. you look at it and you're like, that, could, that shoe could come out now. Like oh it, my god! And it well, wouldn't be like about it, you wouldn't think it was throwback. You'd be like, "That's a good modern." Looking what we were design. just saying about the Spurs re- redesign, it was black, black and gray in the '90s, late '80s, the early '90s. The color of black and gray White was Sox. like outlaw, yeah. deep cover. There weren't teams that were. There was not that many teams that were you that were tough. color scheme. You were tough. So the, if you think about the black and gray cements, were like they came out before that shit and then the Spurs redo it. Then the, for, I think the White Sox, I don't know who's first, the White Sox or the Spurs, but if you notice every, Sox, every rap video from the, every hip hop video, now, it was White Sox hats. And Raiders start, like could you imagine yeah. White Sox hat, Raiders starter jacket, black <laughs> cement threes? Yeah. Like you're going to get arrested. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're, a, you're that, an outlaw. A Raiders jacket. In, starter I, jacket. Yes, a Raiders starter jacket when I was a kid was a thing I wanted so bad and was deathly afraid to wear because that shit could get you beat the fuck up. You're basically, yeah, you're essentially saying like, yeah. what? We want to do about it. <laughs> yeah, you're saying yeah. I'm in a gang. So then other gang members will then ask you, well, what gang are yeah, you in? Yeah, where are you from? Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Dre, man. I know Dr. Dre does not need any more praise from me or anyone else in the world, but he could take full credit for the re- the relaunch of the White Sox logo. You he can point that to shit. you can point to a handful of rappers for yeah. being the reason certain huge companies have made not millions, billions, especially like sports teams. Yeah. Cause they'll always rock or whatever, Dude, the and Spurs, then it'll become like a little bit more gangster because they did it. The Spurs, the White Sox, the Hornets. I mean, there are certain teams that benefited from hip hop hugely. And that, I mean, you're, if you want to go back, you you can kind of start with Shelto Adidas and Run DMC. That's well, that's the original. That's yeah. like where it was yeah. born. Like if this was a history, if you know, if we were taking like a historical tour, right. that would be the first stop. Like over here on your right is uh, the first. 
sneaker I remember wanting, and it wasn't that. It wasn't the shell toe. I wanted uh, Pumas. I wanted suede Pumas with fat laces because I watched Beat Street, and all the break dancers in them had the 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 one one side had had white leather Pumas with a burgundy stripe and burgundy laces, and I was just like, that is the greatest shit. The I've shoes ever were seen. too too thugged out for me. You know who like? See, I was such a young kid in the eighties. There, I had I was in elementary school. Like I was literally like probably eight years old. So there was no I was nothing. <laughs> I was just wanted to vans, me. like all the cool skate kids and shit. Like rock those vans. This was before I skated. Checkered so, checkered vans dude. and all the dude. Those were like you couldn't look cooler. That's that's what I after the after I was into breakdancing, I started becoming a skater. There was a van store on Foothill, and I, would, I love that sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after I got out of break dancing, after I I'd kind of, after I, you know, you I know, hung up the break dancing. I made shoes. my mark, so I decided to move on. <laughs> but we would go. I w- I had two color checkerboard vans. They were slip-ons. They're red, white, and blue. They had red checkers and blue checkers. My mom got them for me at the van store, and I just thought I was just like, these are the coolest. To this day, I still buy checkered vans. The suede half cabs when those came out. Oh, forget those it. Those were like everyone had those, and they were like the coolest looking. Break thing dancers in the world. are kind of like today's surfers, I think, in a way. Like you kind of look at them, like they're usually like tallish, skinny, athletic, but you don't picture them as tough. But break dancers were tough back in the day. Oh yeah, they, and and you have to be in shape to be able to dance like that. You have oh, really? to have wiry strength. Yeah, that's how I, I saw a lot of good breakdancing fights in the club when I was like 12, 13. I know I was in clubs. That's true. Yeah. They were 18 and under. Night flight. Chiefs at bay. <laughs> Walked home from there one night, four miles to my house. It was like the movie Warriors. Just wow. walking through all the bad neighborhoods. <laughs> but that's what made... You did that good. regularly? Walked four miles to him from the club? Yeah, because like, you know, we're talking about 1993. Wow. How else do you get home? <laughs> no, no, but I'm no, just like... At, at, at that hour, out here, you're not really supposed to be out anyway. Yeah. No buses. You could take trains, but we, I, I mean, I wasn't really, we weren't really train kids. We didn't really know, you know, how the trains worked. And you just, fuck, fuck it. Just we'll, walk. We'll foot it. Yeah. Wow. Let's go home by foot. But that brings up the scariest thing of like what made sneakers so attractive to me was there was a danger element, yeah. meaning kids, young kids, teenagers were violently robbing yeah. Jordans. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like you, ha- it was the sort that of thing where, like, what, where what neighborhood here? did you grow up Bro- in? Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, that didn't happen go. here, but you heard about it on the news and it was always there. And it, it almost became like that, the, really, uh, the first moment of like, oh, this shit's kind of dangerous. Like yeah. we can't, I, I can't, you shouldn't wear the, if we wore the Jordans to night flight and then you had to like walk home at one o'clock in the morning, like someone oh, yeah. might stick you up for your Jordans. And kids were getting robbed for their sneakers religiously. I always found that such a weird thing to steal because you would just have to like hope that guy wore your shoe size yeah. or whatever. Well, the theory too was like, look, if you can't if you can't wear them, you sell them. You sell them, right? And, yeah. And at the time, I mean, fuck, Jordans were going for I don't even know. I they were one hundred and twenty, I think. They, What's crazy is there really hasn't been that much of a market. Like the price no. hasn't really changed. I remember for the retros f- they have, but for new yeah. releases, they haven't really changed. I remember the first expensive shoe my mom's boyfriend's kid his name was mickey and he got the nike revolutions and they were i think a hundred dollars and i just remember being like i can't believe a a sneaker costs a hundred dollars and you tricked your dad into buying them for you my parents laughed at me when i told them i wanted 
I was like, I want Jordans for Christmas. Like, what are those? I'm like, Michael Jordan shoe. It's like, you know, how much are they? Like $100. I still remember the conversation. I told them that amount. They laughed at me like I was some kind of asshole. And they were like, come up with something else. That's, <laughs> who would ever pay that much? Yeah. Who has that much money to throw at shoes? My father could not wrap his head around <laughs> yeah. that much money for something that would wear out that quickly. He's like, you're a kid. They're sneakers. Yeah. They'll be torn to shreds in a month, like three months. Why would I do that? I find it hard to remember the exact first pair of expensive shoes. I never, I didn't have many. I, I, I know I definitely had a pair of the D Brown pumps uh-huh. were the first like expensive shoe I got. And I definitely had jo- uh, Jordan fours. I don't really remember. I think they were just like the, the fours were white. great. Yeah. Because I think that kind of timed out with. I gotta look look up. Uh, fours were fucking. Four, great. yeah. I think it was just the, the red and white. There's a website for people listening called Flight Club. Yeah, and you can. That's a really easy website to look because you can just click on the, the Jordan comes you up want. Right yeah, you go to Mo- Air Jordans and you hit on the left side. There's all the model numbers. It goes yeah. Jordans one through twenty three. Jordan four. And, well, okay, was Jordan? Were the fours the first Nike to introduce them? Like that kind of mesh. Uh yes, the screen like the, the kind of yeah yes. Uh oh wait, did they do them in two? No, and you know what? Twos are kind of twos in a weird way, which did have a resurgence like a year ago. With twos are weird. like not the most fetishized ones, but they're pretty great looking. Honestly, the I don't ones? really. I didn't. Re- I had to actually like a year or two ago. Whenever they did a reissue, like I had to go look up exactly what twos looked like. Yeah, no, they no one bought them in my neighborhood. No, they, they were they were a dog. They were they looked they, they looked like, looked like the ones a little bit. What, the twos or the yeah. fours? The twos. Yeah, but like, look at them. Do they look like a Jordan to you? No, not really. Or early Jordan? They just never really had like an Well, identity. the thing I think that keeps the twos relevant is there's some really good Jordan images of him dunking in, in the twos. twos. Yeah. Right, right. He had some really insane like dunk moments in the twos. Yeah, so. Did he, is the is the free throw line dunk in twos or threes? Well, you know, threes. No, threes are the first ones that have the the silhouette of Jordan dunking on the tongue. Right, because they because before that they said his name on the back, and the NBA made him. T- yes, but but the story goes that Nike would pay the game. Nike would pay the fine. Right. What well, he would wear them in the games. And it Nike said Jordan, and and the NBA said you can't have your name on the shoe because it's like free advertising. And Nike would play pay the per game fine. It was like five grand a game or something. Damn. Um, the dunk, I believe, so was in twos. You can see. Oh no, they were one. I think they were ones. Hey, you get a better. I think the silhouette was probably in ones, but I think the free throw line dunk might is in twos or threes. Um, But yeah, I remember because he had those double socks. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Someone has a fucking picture of him dunking with the shoes in front of him. Are those twos? No. Let me see. Those are threes. Those are threes. White threes. The free throw line, the, the, the poster, three. the poster yeah. that everyone had, where he's just fucking craned, his legs are behind him. It's from the free throw line. Are white threes? Have you guys seen uh, the yeah. ESPN Thirty for Thirty Soul Man about Sonny Vaccaro? No, no, but I know who he is. You should just watch it. He's fascinating. He's fascinating, um, and also where he is in his life now. He kind of like looks back on it, like, "What did I do? I created a monster." But like, <laughs> you know. He was kind of the first one who was getting like these shoe endorsements for like high school kids. Yeah. And, and, you know, he basically helped 
get Jordan at Nike, and then he started working for Adidas, and like he had LeBron, as legend has it, like he had LeBron teed up coming out of high school to sign with Adidas, hundred million over like might have been like seven years or something, and then when he got the contract to take to LeBron's house for like signing day, it was like seventy million with the other thirty in incentives, and basically that was it. Deal yeah. off, went with Nike, and the rest is history. But LeBron uh-huh. could have been Adidas. It's, it's a great documentary. The thing you, is, you know what's so interesting is no matter how good the player is, if they're not on Nike, the shoe doesn't matter. Look at look at Shaq's greatness. The Shaq Reeboks, I don't care. They just never mattered. There's something... Also, big men never really sold shoes. But Shaq is different, though. Shaq was the most charismatic big man ever, like post, besides Wilt Chamberlain, but here's Dr. You, J. But here's why it still matters, is because kids who went to the park after watching the game and then bought a pair of Jordans, or even old, like, LeBrons, or McGrady, or Penny Hardaway, like, those are players that they could actually, obviously they can't dunk like Jordan, but they could yeah. emulate some of the... You can't... You, just, you, you, you know can try emulate. and cross over yeah. like Penny. You could try and shoot a fadeaway like Jordan. You can't back someone down and yeah. shatter a backboard like Yeah, there's like no Shaq. cool imitation that's with true. that. Yeah. And, and that a lot, and that, and that's, uh, that's the theory of why big men have never... I mean, even look around now. What big man has a shoe that you know about that you're like, oh yeah, I gotta go get the new Jaleel Okafors. Like, he you know, it doesn't... I mean, do we do we consider Magic Johnson a big man? Those no, Converse no. were pretty He popular. was a point guard, though. 6'9". But he was a point but guard. But his position. Yeah. No look passes. Like, like no one wants go to go emulate a center. In the park. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can go in the park. You, you, what are you gonna try and like yeah. bat... I'm gonna like, lace these up and go stand. I was 5'1". Right Someone wants to see an assist! Yeah. <laughs> I was 5'1", 120 pounds. Who am I backing down in the yeah. park? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Hook shot. Like, no, no yeah. kid wanted to emulate that. That's yeah, you want to put on shoes and think you can fucking Patrick fly. Patrick Ewing's never took off. What, are you going to go wear knee pads and I, Ewing's to the <laughs> Let me go lace up my Ewing. Mom, where are my knee pads? I, my, one of my, Pretending I'm Patrick Ewing today. It'd be so cool if they came with knee pads. My, <laughs> like a limited edition. Knee, pad, <laughs> knee pads sold separately. No, now, today yeah. only get the knee pads. Yeah, yeah Christmas hysterical. special. That'd be so awesome. They come with just foam knee we need yeah. to shoot that. We need to like shoot like a back in the day video of that. My uh, my first time going to New York as an, ever, I was like twenty five. I went to New York. I forget why, and uh, I I I went you to, to see about a girl. No, I that's not <laughs> why. Yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I went to see about a book. <laughs> to be honest with you, and that's literally the reason. And so I went to New York, and I went to Rivington Arms, the Rivington Arms yeah. A Life store. Which was a shoe. St- it was. I kind of think it was the first of that curated boat- boutique shoe store. It, it, if it wasn't, it was the only one I knew about. It was only like sneakers. If, right. The door had a buzzer. There was no sign. Again, I, dangerous. It was. I. I had read about <laughs> it on like a blog or seen it in a magazine. I think I read about it in Vice magazine. And so I went to New York. I had the address. I took a cab. And I went, in, I buzzed in, and I bought the, the blue and orange U, Patrick Ewing Adidas yeah. high tops. And then that night, I went out with my friends. I drank the equivalent of a bottle of whiskey and barfed on them. <laughs> the Good thing you didn't barf on your Ewings. I did. I, All on your Ewings. I barfed. I thought you meant you barfed on your friend. No, I barfed on my new sneakers, and it was such a bummer. 
I, I cleaned them. You got them clean. Yeah, okay. I cleaned them, but I was like, I remember barfing and being like, ah, my shoes. You know who was like a spy? I remember I had a poster in my room of Patrick Ewing dunking in the Ewings. Yeah. But like, I always remember too, it was like sponsored by like the New York State Lottery. <laughs> <Some Yeah>. shit, <laughs> like, That's funny. Just never, like Matumbo had a shoe, which if you oh. look at the Matumbo now, I put them on Instagram recently. Like, the British Knights? <clears throat> no, I think they were Reebok. I think he had a British Knight were they B- too. They were, they or were in BKs? LA gear and they were the ugliest. Can you look up the okay. campaign? Okay, okay. trivia BK? question for you. Yes. Do you remember the the model and name of the Carmelone sneakers? Oh, I have no clue. They're probably called the Mailman. I feel like we might have talked about this on our last time I came here to podcast. Um, shit. It, it, it's something to do. Like his 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 what commercial was, was like a ma- was Mailman. Yeah, it was a Mailman. I can I remember the poster. He <clears> do was, you remember the company that made that that sponsored him that made his shoe? I, hint. It wasn't Nike. LA Gear. Was LA, it LA Gear? LA Gear is correct. To this day, one of the cool ahead of its time in the marketing. LA Gear because cool. it was scientific. <laughs> The L.A. Gear catapults. Oh, and no. in the commercial, like they zoomed inside of the shoe and literally tried to tell us that there was a catapult-like mechanism right. <laughs> in the shoe. Right. And oh, I, got, I had them. I might have stole them. I had them thinking that, oh, my God, I'm going to be able to dunk. <laughs> like, because you don't understand, so like they have funny. this catapult. You get seven inches extra on your vert. Just from having the LA gear catapult. I remember if those. I could find those, and I feel like I've seen them recently, and I think I did discuss them on another rival podcast. Mm-hmm. I gotta get my hands on some LA gear catapults. Yeah. Look at them. They're, they're what was the dope. first Nike that had the visible air pocket? Remember how on the, the threes. Back, the threes had the The air bubble. The air bubble. Yeah, threes. That was the first Nike that had them. Or the first Where you Jordan. could see into the back the back of the sole had a like a, a yeah, clear yeah. window. Threes. Man. Other thing terrible that like kids would do in school, like pop them, pop them, yeah, with a, p- a pen to the air bubble. Yeah. Pen to the air bubble. That was that, that t- shit. It's over. That was a dick move. That's Those vandalism. Shoes, the bubble, sh- the the bubbles would eventually get squeaky. Oh yeah, is what no, got really. annoying. When you pop them, you literally no, heard, even like, when little... you didn't pop when you just after oh, wearing yeah, yeah, them yeah. a while, they would yes. just start to squeak. Did we get anything on that Matumbo? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, what uh. <laughs> Matumbo shoe, but what, like what? Who makes Matumbo? Like what I company think made them? I think it was BK. Kevin says British Nice. I thought they were Reebok. They were red and yellow, and they had like they an Afri- African print. I think it's They look Adidas. like the title sequence from In Living Color. <laughs> it all says Adidas. Adidas. Oh, yeah. shit. They, yeah. And again, but they what, don't what, look like... What are you going to do as a kid? You're 13 years old. You're going to throw in a pair of Matumbos and say, today I'm going to block shots? <laughs> I love to get like, today I'm gonna be a. I'm going to be the best rim protector that in guy, the park. Uh, yeah. Did he pass away recently? Matumbo? Or was it, or was it Manute Bull? No. A, a, a very Matumbo famous... still around. He, he had a great commercial in the supermarket blocking shots. Going, not in my house. Great. Manute Bull you know, the, like, the, the devoted his Kembe, life to charity. There's like an urban legend that the first English... Matumbo learned they taught him to come out after games and go, Who wants to sex the Kembe? <laughs> I don't know that's if that's true or not. Fucking but what great. A great story. It better it's be true. true. <laughs> I hope it's true. If it's not, in my mind, it'll always be you true. You know what sneaker I, I re- that to me is still one of the best looking is the Bo Jackson cross trainer. Oh, God. Yeah. Black, they, and, they, black they, and gray. Black and gray. And they were never not like those things were cool the mm-hmm. minute they came out and they kind of never went away nope. uh, i they had I that front str- the velcro strap, strap on the yeah. front 
just it said Nike, and that shit was gorgeous. There's a period of time where you couldn't get a shoe without a fucking Velcro strap in the front. <laughs> yeah, it was just, and then they came so back for a little popular. bit. Like Durant is big on the straps. I had the. I don't. Were they Harachis? They had. I had a, a sneaker. Now that I think of it, with an X Hirachis strap. Are weird. Harachi. They, I love so, the Harachi. Harachi is another. Like when you want to talk about just comfort, like whether the style is for you or not, that's arguably yeah. for you to decide. But on a comfort level, Harachi's. Were we cheap. recently discussed my end of Nike boycott on the last episode. I've yeah. discussed oh, did you this come with out? you. Is it done? Yeah, we're. He's I'm done. out. You announced it publicly. I announced it. Yeah. I announced it because, oh, the, I, because I, I, we. I'm surprised had, it didn't hit CNN. I admitted <laughs> the hypocrisy of tweeting Neil's commercial. To, you realize I'm, that you are, in fact, like all of us, a I brand ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, but <laughs> a lot. So I started thinking of sneakers. Like if I was going to go out and buy Nikes right now, and that what Hirachi, would you buy? that Hirachi man is cool looking it's to a me. Fu- it's a banger. crazy weird colors. The like salmon with the yeah, fucking yeah, granite. Yeah. yeah, the design is really weird. But they're they, really they're weird. Supposed to be the most comfortable shoe. I I thought they were. And they they're that's a shoe you can go in and find at a Foot Locker. Right now. Oh, yeah. At Glendo Galleria, there's a Hirachi. They're everywhere. <clears throat> They're everywhere right now. Are we going to the Glendo Galleria after this? <laughs> or do you want to go to Melrose Shoe Palace to see what's up? I mean, look, guys. I swear I want... to God, I don't have an endorsement deal with them. I've mentioned them four times, <laughs> yeah. but I do not have an endorsement yeah. deal. They're I your self-edge. Like, been... are this, like, we endorse the store all the time and don't have a deal with them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to go to this place. Now, dude, the Hirachis, the Hirachis, they must have come out after the Bo Jacksons. But it's that weird cross yes. trainer type thing where I mean, there, how old to, is that stylish? How old is the Hirachi? Hirachi's nineties. Yeah, because Hirachi's they, been around for a while. I used to play in those. They are they a are, basketball shoe? I didn't even know they had some high top. There's with that strap weird that I think high top. Well, McGrady. Okay, I think McGrady was Hirachi and I Weber and Chris Weber. I think did they just redesign them or something? Because I see them they're posted always, about always, so much lately. One of the best thing, like when Chris Webber was still in the league, I I was I was at a Clippers game when he was on the Warriors. War, well, he was a rookie. He was drafted by the well, he's drafted by the Magic, and then they traded the rights to the Warriors for Penny Hardaway, who also, like I said, I played many pennies. Had, Penny the pennies, had, and remember the, with the miniature pen, the the oh, Chris um, little Penny, but voice by Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. tremendous campaign. campaign, tremendous, tremendous campaign. Uh, well, Chris Webber famously called timeout on accident. Yes, and during, in college, and I'm at a Clippers game against the Warriors, and it's he's shooting free throws, or someone shooting free throws. So it's very quiet, and some guy in the crowd just goes, "Chris, you've got two timeouts left. <laughs> just so you know, whole crowd, like a lot of the crowd laughs. Chris Webber cracks a very nice smile. Like that's very funny. Uh-huh. What's insane is I, and it, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of scary. I watched that live. I remember where I was. Mm. I remember what I was wearing. Like I was at my boy Mario's house. Like, Called a timeout with no timeout. I was rooting so hard for Michigan. I yeah. and like, ugh, I just I, I remember four. watching the game, seeing that. I remember seeing that in real time, Fab going, fives. "What the fuck? I'd never seen that in my life." Yeah, didn't even know that was a rule. Most people didn't know that was a rule. And then there's even like the documentary about it. Like if you zoom in, like you see his teammate on the bench putting up the timeout sign saying that the bench was telling him to call timeout. And yeah. To Weber's credit, he never really blamed anyone no. or like tried to get out of it. And the footage of him going backstage after the game, because he was a fucking kid. Kid. He was a child. And I mean that with all due respect. He yeah. was 18 years old. Like he's throwing chairs and the cameras are following him. He's like, get that camera out of my face. Like, I don't know. 
my my heart not that my heart breaks for him because he everything worked out for him but yeah. like, in that moment in time his yeah. world was over yeah and i i actually i like him as an announcer he handled it well i think he's good as an announcer too yes i got the chance to to meet him when we were doing um Entourage Press, we did the NBA TNT halftime yeah. show, which is by far oh, cool. it's the it's one of the high watermarks of my the worst career. is when, the, when, the, when you get to fun. the when you get to the finals, you're kind of like this sucks because well, the, then they the, shut the, it down. And yeah, it they're becomes, not as good. It's you're a, like, well, eh. and Shaq picked us up at the airport. That's amazing. Swear to God, we like landed. <laughs> like, this isn't like humble brag shit. Like we had to take a private plane or else we physically would not have been able to do it. We were right. in New York. The moment came up quick and. The reason why it happened so fast was it's the Aristotle of Ubers. Well, like the Cavs were going to sweep the Hawks, so uh-huh. it's like, and then TNT coverage stops. It was the last TNT broadcast of the season. Yeah. So it all happened so fast. So we we get off the plane. We're like walking to this weird party bus van thing because there was like eight of us or whatever. And literally, we walk in and like the it was kind of shaking when we walk up to the van and fucking Shaq sitting there with a camera. That's what I was going to pick you guys up. <laughs> yeah. And just, he is, there was some, there was some, uh, I don't know if he was with the network or whatever. Just clearly some rich dude right. who came over to say hello, popped his head in. Shaq was ready on his way out. And he's saying shit to us like, hey, I, like, hey Entourage was awesome. Like he's kissing our ass. Basically, Shaq's behind him mimicking him the whole time. <laughs> Never met the guy in his life, but Shaq's like going like, eh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Fucking awesome. They don't rehearse. They have no idea. There's no script for those guys. Those huh. guys turn the cameras on and say, let's go. Yeah. I got straight. Reggie Miller came from behind and fucking threw me in a choke. Reggie Miller. That's awesome. And he knows I hate him. Greatest clutch player. <clears throat> really? I mean, I why, why, why do you hate him? For what he did to the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Like okay, he, yeah. Another great 30 for 30 you should watch. And this is not just the sports doc. Was it, it nine, is points human, in nine points in seven seconds? It is a, yes. It is a human emotion documentary. Yeah. I saw, though, the uh, Hunting the Badger. Right, you see the Reggie Miller yeah. one with like the him and Spike Lee feud, yeah. and what he yeah. did to the Knicks and John Starks, who Ooh. was already a little out Starks. there emotionally. He like set out one day. He's like his goal in the game was like I'm just gonna make I'm gonna get John Starks thrown out of the game. <laughs> I'm just going. And sure enough, at some point in like a crucial game of the player, John Starks got so mad he fucking leaned in and headbutted Reggie Miller in the game. Right, Reggie Miller fell back like oh. And yeah. they ejected him. That Patrick Ewing and Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley got so mad at Starks for getting ejected, they started roughing him up on the court, <laughs> smacking wow. him, pushing him. You gotta watch it, Nick. Wow, I will. Those I will. on Netflix, they're all on Netflix. Okay. Reggie Miller's Soul a- Man and Reggie Miller win- Winning Time. Okay. Reggie Miller's okay. ability to get under people's skin, to me, is one of the best in the league ever. Him and Dennis Rodman. Dennis, oh, Rodman Dennis Rodman was the drove best. people quite literally nuts. Yeah, didn't Stark Starks had some insane dunk over someone like twice his over size. Over the Bulls. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I I it was remember, like Cartwright or someone. It was over Jordan Pippen and Horace Grant. Yeah, Hor- Yeah, it but was, it was someone, mainly over Horace Grant, but Jordan was in the shot, so it Starks became is like, like what six six feet. No, no, no. Starks is six four, six five. Okay. So he probably they had him listed at least six three, six four, but call him six four. Right. There we go. Soul no, no. He's a big. He's he. He was a bigish yeah. two guard back in the day. But you know, Reggie Miller was six seven. Jordan yeah. six six. So Reggie Miller. I mean, you know, never had a shoe. Yeah. What would you call Reggie? The Reggie Miller shoe. The the, the, the clutch. Sh- the shit talker. The clutch. The intimidator. 
But then, like, no cha- It's so interesting because he's so clutch, but then, like, not a championship. No, one finals appearance. And uh, he, it's so crazy, you know... Jordan retired for those two years, and it was an Olajuwon and the Rockets were the winner, but it was a free fall. Like, who's going to get these rings while Jordan was gone? Yeah, was, there was a lot of people. There was like Barkley, Ewing. Barkley, Ewing, Elijah Malone, yeah. uh, Reggie yeah. was like, it, but Reggie was just really kind of starting into his prime at that point. But yeah, there was a lot of people, and then the Rockets got them both. Jordan had an embargo on championships the way Nike controls mall shoe stores. Yeah, because then he came back and he beat Barkley and Malone and Stockton twice. Yeah. And then what? Shit. Turning this into a sports podcast. <laughs> I mean. What Jordans are the ones you're wearing again? Oh, these? <laughs> do you want to describe them to the audience? They are or, shiny uh, and white. What, like, what do you see? They're futuristic see? looking. They're, They're moon boots. They're kind of moon bootish, but yes. like athletic. Patent leather, so the audience right there should know they are Elevens. They're the right. Colombians. See, these what does are, that mean? What, why do they call them that? The Colombians. You, you know, that's what makes Jordan so unique is that there's a story behind each one of them. Okay. But sadly enough, I don't really know the is story. Is that Colombia's color scheme of their flag? I guess so. I think it is. Yeah, it's what light blue. But that's what really went on to like black and white make Jordans what they were is obviously there was some that were rare and stuff like that but just like the, each one of them has a story the See, hair the that hair, is not the flag the hair Jordans you know it's not no what color is the Colombian flag it's uh, yellow blue and red I sadly yeah. enough don't know the story behind why these are called that oh. yeah well let's see if uh, the internet does here the man there, I got some good shit the, the other post day. like after Jordan sixes or sevens that's to me is where it becomes those ones are fetishized by only sneakerheads. They have See, a Jordan for Columbia too. Yeah, so less that, than they kind of go make them for for each one. Yeah. Oh, got it. When okay. I think Jordans in light blue, I, I just think like you know North Carolina. Well, that's the thing. Like editions. this is really like the like those the are, Carolina blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know. Yeah, that white and blue totally. But uh, see, because you and I are about the same age, I go Jordan one through sixes. Like let like that's what I try to just wear every yeah. day, and then <laughs> in terms of like, this is a good life goal. Yeah. Well, because meaning like I really that's try like and that, get in a one Jordan a day every day of my life. Those are the ones that kids were fucking stealing. Yeah, when I was growing up, putting knives to kids, saying like, yeah. "Hey, run your shit! Like, give me your fucking shoes!" Like, yeah. or breaking into locker. Like, just if you saw a pair of Jordans lying around in 1993. Didn't matter. You weren't gonna be like, oh, who's are those? You're just gonna go take them. Yeah. Someone, oh, some awful human, and this was like a message, like stole. I won't name names, but stole someone's. Uh, I think they were threes. Yeah. Might have, no fours, and just tied them together and threw them on the. Threw them over the tele. Yeah. Uh, on the telephone, nice. and they were hanging there for a year. We would throw other shoes at them to try and In knock hopes, them down. Yeah. It was uh. like the 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 game where you try to like get a stuffed animal with the claw. We were trying to yeah. knock those fours down. How to do get you? Them. How big of a ladder would you have had to have gotten? Like how oh, high up there was a fire yeah. truck? Yeah, basically, we thought about that too. Yeah, like, which one of our like friends has a relative with Whose a firefighter? Fall is a yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bust the fire hydrant. They show up and be like, hey, while you're here. So our safe suburb version of that, is. of these knifing each other, was just going up. <laughs> no one got stabbed. Yeah, no, There was no knives or no anything. We would go up to each other when we saw someone had a brand new pair of shoes and then just step on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst thing to do. Yeah, that but was you, like the... It really that was like was the fights happen because of that or no? I remember a couple of fights. If you did that to me in the 90s, 
you could expect the fucking mitts to come at you. Yeah. I saw a couple shit. of people break out in the like, you know, I mean, fights never lasted long in school. They would get broken right. up after a minute. But what, if one of those thugs kid, thug kids had like a nice pair of Adidas or whatever, and they're always like white, 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 and they kept him as white as they could. Someone would just walk up and step on him. It would just Ugh. push, shove, punch, punch, and then it would get broken up. Why I mean, the famous scene in Do the Right Thing. The guy's... On his, on a, a white guy on his mountain bike rolls up and, and 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 rolls over the toe of a guy who's got brand new white Jordan fours, and he's just like motherfucker. I mean, because which there's a Jordan four by the way. They made a, they made Jordans with the do the right thing colors. Yeah, great. I mean, there's Post-a-dose. something to. I mean, I think about it in that Jordans represent like the fanciest thing you could afford when you don't come from a lot of money. They're a, they're the status for like, it's a hundred bucks. So like you could save up all your you know the thing was you got them for Christmas. They were your Christmas gift. What are we considered our age group? We're not millennials. We're not. You're, we're what generation are you Y. What are we? No, no, you're Gen. You're you're late Gen X. Is I thought Gen what, X. What is, year were you born? Uh, Seventy-seven. You're I'm Gen seventy-nine. X. I thought Gen, Gen Y X. millennials are eight nineteen eighty until oh, two thousand. I thought so. We're Gen X. X. You're Gen X. You're well, late Gen X. Jordans for at, for the Gen X generation, at least for me and where I'm from, was like the first time you learned at a very young age what financial bracket your family was in. Yeah, right, right, right. You right. know, like I learned <laughs> I was poor. Yeah. I, and when I say poor, I mean of a lower income, like lower mom, to middle. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had everything in the world we needed, but only the shit we needed. Mm-hmm. Like I learned that. By knowing that I couldn't get, and it wasn't because like you need to like work and learn the value of a dollar. It was like there's no, it's not there. Yeah, yeah. Like so, but my mom, two things my mom done, and I, I almost cry every time I tell this story because it's still to this day is the sweetest thing. The things I wanted the most at that age were Jordans and a starter jacket. Yeah, and I remember going to the store for the, the starter jacket I wanted. I think back then, starter jackets were like two hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. And I went and like I wanted I want to say I might have even thrown a little bit of a tantrum in the store might have even <laughs> said I hate being poor or some shit like that God. and we just left the store and this is maybe in like uh, early November so it was close to my birthday and maybe thought she was trying to trick me and she was gonna get it for my birthday my birthday comes around at Thanksgiving no fucking starter jacket so then it's official like okay we're poor I got no J's I got no starter jacket <laughs> yeah I had fucking that's it Christmas comes and. I, she got me it was a Rangers starter jacket what nice. I didn't know was after I threw my little mini temper tantrum she went back to the store the next day and put the starter jacket on layaway layaway god bless and her. paid like $15 wow. a week yeah. for two months yeah. and scheduled it out so by the time Christmas came she would have the starter jacket fully paid off and yeah. that that's great is just I, I, honestly I don't I, you don't even get stories like that anymore because yeah. Well, I, I distinctly remember a friend of mine who... Layaway. His parents... I know. That's one of those things where, like, that's, it shows you... When you grow up with very little, it shows you how much your parents really love you when they do when they go to those lengths and shit. Because yeah. a rich family could have just been like, oh, you want the starter jacket? Here's the starter jacket. Right. And then Don't you be spoiled. To, yeah, you get used to getting everything you want. But when, if, when parents go to those lengths when they don't have a lot... And she, like, hit... Like, yeah, yeah, just... I, I, that jacket... I would have defended that jacket with my life because I loved it, but also just because like that was my first sign of like 
A, our situation was a little different than most families, like single mother kind of stuff. And B, was the first time I learned that, like, that woman is fucking Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah. I started getting her Father's Day cards after yeah. that shit. I'm like, you, you won in life. Yeah. That's, that's funny. It. I think that's kind of a, a thing where, like, a family, like a middle class or lower middle class family, it's like, the one thing they will, like, I want my kid to feel like every other kid. So it's like yeah. we we struggle on on some some things, but like I know like a friend of mine, his parents were divorced like mine, and I I want to say they were probably their income level was probably slightly lower than mine, right or ours, and but he always had Jordans, and I huh. think that was a thing. Like his dad was was I think a smart dude about it and knew like this matters to the other kids right now, and his kid. I mean, he was he was a really good athlete. He was the best baseball player in like our whole little league. Like he was, you know, great. But he's like, this is this like matters. Let's so it was like Jor- like Jordan's clearly matter at times. So like let's let's make sure he has the sneakers that the that the kids have so like he doesn't get made fun of. Like and that was like you kind of like I noticed kids like that was a thing you pick. It's like okay, you get to pick one thing. You get to pick one nice thing. <laughs> it's gonna be those. Those I think are probably the one nice thing kids pick even now. Like uh, in 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 middle class families and lower middle class families, like if you can pick one thing, sneakers. You can buy super cheap clothes. You could wear. You could go to like H and M. Get away with it. You could go to H and M and get a five dollar t shirt and a fifteen dollar pair of black jeans. And, but if you have Jordans, you look fucking cool. It what seems were the like- fake Adidas with the two stripes? Jocks. <laughs> okay, that's no. Jocks had four stripes. Four. I knew that. The, yeah. I had. I had a pair of gray I had a suede pair of, jocks. Yeah. I had a pair of white leather jocks. I feel like sne- like sneakers. I guess Jordans mostly are like they're they're the coolest thing to own because you get like street cred with them, and they're associated with the coolest people in the world when you're a kid. So like athletes are amazing. They're all heroes. They can do everything that you can't, and that's one of the things you aspire to be. And it's an article of clothing you can wear every, every day. day. Every day. And every starter day. jackets, depending on where you right, live, I seasonal. guess. East Coast, it's like probably a lot more than Well, you've also LA. noticed this with the Fat Sal's hat is like the hats fly off. A hat or, or yeah, a hats t-shirt. Too. A, I mean, a hat or a sneakers you can wear every day. And, and, and like clothing you can't. You get made fun of if you wear the same thing. I, I, no, the, the hat situation, which I, and I, I, again, I loved hats when I was a kid. And then I got so stuck into wearing hats on Entourage, I just tried to stop wearing. I'm one of the few actors that's more recognizable with a hat on. Right. That's funny. So, like, I try, <laughs> I, I don't really wear, like, I can't wear a Yankee hat ever again. No. It's yeah. gone. Can you can't read that thing it. about Ben I'm Affleck? I'm a walking fucking cliche right, if I right, do. Right. What? Can you read the thing about Ben Affleck yes. and Gone Girl? Yes. David Fincher wanted him to wear a Yankees cap. And he, and he refu- said, I It quit. was such a conflict. <laughs> they shut down production for four By days. By the way, I did something wow. similar like that. Like I, I shot a commercial for Majestic, who made baseball jerseys. And right. they like just got the contract bad. They were reissuing, and re- they got the baseball jersey back. So we shot this commercial. I, I had to wear a Dodger Stadium at night, right. like silhouetted in black. And they had like six athletes. I was wearing their jersey, and they wanted me to wear uh, – a Matt Harvey jersey from the Mets. Yeah. And I said, huh, 
can't do it. They said, well, the other option is a Red Sox. I forget who on the Red Sox. And I said, well, honestly, it was like a a moment of like a week-long negotiation. Right, yeah. So it ended up being they let me – I could talk about Matt Harvey because the (laughs) spot was for him, but I still got to wear a Yankee jersey. That's the best, dude. Yeah. That's so great. (laughs) I guess I've reached a sort of interesting moment in my career I could do that. It wasn't for like a truck full of money or anything. Right. That is so funny. Production will stop because, like, that's not my team. I can't do it. Uh, I have a story of why sneakers affected me physically. Okay. You want yeah. it? Yes, yes. So while, you know, <laughs> single mom, school crossing guard, making ends meet, I did have her uncle, my great uncle, my grandfather Jerry's brother, Uncle Nicky, lifetime bachelor, just <laughs> lifetime, just... And he had businesses. He had some shady money. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to get into the details of where it came from. But he was like the shoebox under the bed filled with cash. Like we'd always go over his house and just say, Uncle Nicky, can we count your money? My brother would sit there and he'd give us, all right, here, go into the bed, get one of the shoeboxes. We just count it. We just wow. we never took a dollar. We just sat there and just counted it like, and at the time, probably three, four grand, about millions of dollars to Millions of dollars. 30 pairs of Jordans. So every now and then, if my mom had to like work longer or whenever we were younger, like he'd come scoop us up from school. He never had children, never married. So And of, of uh, all his nieces, like my grandfather's grandchildren, which was his brother, all girls, my brother and I were the only boys. And okay. then like, say he had like seven or eight nieces, great nieces that were his, my mom and her sister's kids. He scooped me up from school one day in his Isuzu Impulse. <laughs> Which, by the way, back in the day in Brooklyn, that little engine yeah. went, rrr, yeah. made some noise, scooped me up, and I was bummed out. I was being dramatic. I mean, What's wrong, Jared? What's wrong? I, was, I just, you know, everybody has fucking, you know, D Brown pumps, and I, I just want them. I play bass. I, I fucking hate playing in the whatever. And he's like, well, how much do these go for? I was like, no, nah, they're expensive, Uncle Nick. They're, they really are. He's like, well, let's go. And we went to the local fucking Foot Locker. And he's like, pick out whichever ones you want. I'm like, Whoa. I got them. I picked out the D Brown pumps. I got fucking got home from that and I just stared at him, right? Next day, walked to school. I walked everywhere I went walking, looking at my shoes <laughs> to the point where it became a habit. And I still do it to this day. When Ooh. I walk, when I'm by myself, you just see me walking, my head's down. I'm going to, and I'm walking like this. Look at my shoulders, bro. Yeah, they're hunched over. <laughs> I have, like, I am on the fast track. To what's it called? Scoliosis? No, that's you have to born with it. You have to born with it. Well, either way, Sciatica? I'm on the fast track to getting a hump in my damn back yeah. because yeah. I walk to school every day <laughs> since that day, looking at my sneakers like this, and I have rounded shoulders and have posture like this. Not because I fucking played the piano or was on the computer too long, <laughs> yeah. because I fucking stared at my sneakers yeah. everywhere I went. Wow. Everywhere I went, and those pumps had a tragic ending. I was always trying to like pull, like I would pump the tongue and I was always trying to pull the tongue out as far as it can go so I could like get the jeans in there good. Yeah. I ripped right. the tongue out. Oh, no. By accident. Just pulling on it so hard like just to get it and like get the laces just perfect and line up with the, with the pump and, uh, and just I ripped it out. That's the one thing I used to obsess over is laces. Like, because if they look, yeah. if they were tied too tight, it looked weird if they were too loose. Yeah, what was, so, there's loose. something geeky about your laces being too tight. You were, what we called a herb. You know what a herb is? You guys no. say herb in LA? No. Uh, a herb was like our Brooklyn version of like you're, you're a nerd. 
Oh. Her, like a loser. Huh. Yeah, I feel Herb, like it was nerdy to lace, lace yeah, shoes too tight. too tight. I don't know why. Let them things breathe, well, man. I You're choking that, them. Like, that to me, like I can almost pick, that was like Larry Bird's high top Converse were like lace way too tight. And then the shoelace, the, the string was way too long. So well, you just look dumb. You, you, we were talking about like the influence hip hop had, and and af- certain athletes had, and that, that's how a lot of hip hop art like they wore them. Uh, like if they could have took the laces out, they would have. Yeah, they, I mean, I stayed. remember <laughs> when I would get sneakers, I would take the laces out, and then I would lace them back up, even if they weren't fat yeah. laces. And you had to go. You went. You went through the top. Yes. You didn't go under. You went. You yeah. go to the yes. top, and you make sure they're in the same order. So like one side's always going over the other, and you keep them flat. And it almost is like your hair, you're braiding them. Now that I remember this too, I won a pair of Harachis in the card game. Fuck. Twice. In a card. I won them from a friend of mine, and then I fucking felt bad, and I gave them back to This is a little bit old. I was like 17, 18. Like, he, this kid <laughs> lost so much money. He's like, I'll put brand new fucking, like, he had like some neon yellow in them, brand new Harachis. We were playing 31, so we played, and I, I was hot that night. I won, and I'm like, listen. Take him back. Just stop. No more playing. And then sure enough, <laughs> 10 minutes later, he's like, I want back in. I'm like, well, you can't. He's like, I'll put the sneakers back on. I'm like, if you fucking lose them again, I'm keeping them. He's yeah. like, oh, that's all right. And, sure, and he lost them again, and I kept them shits. Yeah. I had to. You had to, yeah. I had to. How else is he going to learn? We were the same size. I mean, <laughs> it's interesting. We're talking about all these sneakers, but like sneaker design, they're kind of a, they're like a nameless group of designers we don't know a lot of the names of the people that design these shoes they don't get any credit really like you know you kind of know the story like the guy who designed the nike swoosh like he got like he worked at nike so he didn't make a lot of money yeah that's in the soul man doc too yeah he he i, I think he got paid 80 dollars yeah. for the logo same the guy the guy I who think, did the coca-cola like that. logo but like the people designing sneak like we all know the name of like jeff staple now right He's a famous like sneaker customizer, and and he, and he and he does other designs and stuff. But like the people that were designing the Bo Jackson, the Air, the Jordan One, all you know, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, these unbelievably classic shoes. You don't really know their names; they're just people that work at companies, and it's sort of a shame. Those would be That's interesting like people to get as guests. Though. Yeah, it is more. They're work for hire. Like who knows who designed most cars. Yeah, most. Of, remember the Hello Kitty thing when we went to that? We yeah. no one really knew who the per, it was. One person. That created a yeah. fucking iconic thing that makes probably billions well, of dollars a year. I think that's kind of like the beauty of it. I don't. Do you think anyone ever was right when they said any artist ever or anyone who con- who contracted an artist to do whatever it was or a sneaker or a design for something that was like this is going to withstand the test of time? I don't think yeah. you ever know. Yeah, I don't think you know. Like whoever drew yeah. the. Rolling Stone's tongue. How the fuck? Like, you think that person knew? Or the guy who designed the happy face. tattooed on their body for fucking years <laughs> right, and yeah. years and years. And also, it, it's probably better for the product because it's way better. If you want it to be associated with, say, Jordan or whatever, or just Nike or something, like, you don't want it to be associated with some, like, geeky looking designer guy forever. I just think now it'd be cool if, like, you know, Nike has more money than anybody, right? So they like I think it'd be cool if they put out like a book like here are the people that designed this you know you nah. show the shoe with because the dra- then the original d- drawings they then would it implies that it wasn't Nike you understand like they'll never do that probably because they I mean, they don't all, want they all, 
There's this guy who I met last they night. They make Phil Knight famous. This guy I met last night goes by the name of Shoe Surgeon, right? He mm-hmm. can repair sneakers. He designs sneakers. He, I was talking to him a little bit, and I want to get him on my podcast, or you guys should get him on yours. He's a super interesting guy who's now kind of blowing up. And uh, Is he, He's based in L.A.? Yes. Okay. And he, he did, years ago on Entourage, um, we did an episode where my character wanted these custom, these uh, limited Air Force Ones that this artist... Pukijama, played, played, played by Rufio. Played by Rufio, uh, one of the Boscos. Uh, but anyway, you know, we had Undefeated in the show. They, yeah. they sold out. We, we didn't get in line in time. Later in the episode, the Vince character pays 20 grand to have the same artist make me a pair, one of one, never to be made again. So there was an artist that Nike works with. And they, so when we were playing this episode, the artist, his name is Mark Smith. Uh, he was going to design the shoe for the show. And, and he does all his design, like all his work on the shoes, like he buys a shoe and he has laser technology that he, he draws it out and then he yeah. burns it into the leather with a laser. Yeah. But he wants to interview me. I'm like, interview me? What does that have to do with anything? So he starts asking, I have a phone interview, I call him up and he starts asking all these weird, not weird, but just like questions, like what was your first address growing up? Who was your favorite baseball player? Like all these little facts that only I would know about myself. And when it came, and then he started asking some, I'm like, this guy knows it's supposed to be for the character turtle, not for me. Like he's going to design <laughs> right. the wrong fucking shoe. And I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of the, the actual shoe. I should have brought them so you guys could see them. You've seen it. Yeah. And there, it's kind of like the Da Vinci Code. Like if I show, if I point out to you the lettering, you'll be able to see it. But to the naked eye, you can't see it. But somewhere on the shoe, it says Don Mattingly. Somewhere wow. on the shoe, it has my first address. Somewhere on the shoe, it literally says... Mom caught me smoking pot in 1998. Yeah. Get the fuck All this out. crazy wow. shit on the shoe. And um, at the time, you know, it gets presented to me in the episode. So he made one for the character, and then he made one for me. Right. One of one. Whoa. So, uh, and they were Air Force Ones at the time. So this guy, this shoe surgeon, at, when I'm at Shoe Palace last night for the event, comes up to me and presents me with this box that says turtle in the same exact lettering that Mark Smith did. And he basically took that design of all that information and, and they're gold, by the way. The sneakers were gold and white, fucking yeah. flashy as fuck. And he did it in a Jordan 1. Right. Spray painted gold and burned oh. it. And it like, it's like exact. And the kids who work at that, I call them kids, they're teenagers or early 20s, who worked in the store were literally looking at these things <sighs> like, uh, like Michelangelo's David. Yeah. They were looking at them like, this is the greatest piece of art. Those are for you, man. <laughs> like, that's your life on the shoe. Yeah. Like, they were shy. And obviously, it means a lot to me and it's really, really cool. But I guess, in a way, like, you know, these are, these are art. Like, this guy's going to blow up for sure if he's not hasn't already. And Mark Smith will never get the recognition that he kind of deserved for designing those shoes. No one will ever know the name Mark Smith unless I tell about because Nike's not really interested in blowing him up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is like a lot of that, you know, there's a people collect them like crazy. There's a new documentary coming out about sneakers. I, I think I'm in it. Okay, cool. I'm not sure. What's it called? Or I was asked to be in it. What is it I, called? I think I shot something, uh, sneakerheads, sneakerheads, something maybe. or something yeah. like, I, if I'm thinking of the right thing. Yeah. It's going to be a big But it is deal. art. It is art to the to the people that are super crazy fans for it, and I kind of like that it is because the art world is incredibly alienating. Yeah, it's it's exceptionally expensive. 
it's it's super super elitist. It's most I mean the real the people buying the art that actually matters are all billionaire assholes. And so I I like that there's like that that for people who are just let's just say quote unquote normal people at a normal income level, there is like a version of art you can get. It's like I can line up I can get in line at undefeated on a whatever. I see them there all the time. I saw them last yeah. night. Yeah, um, and yeah. I can wait. And, and for two hundred dollars, I can get a thing that is cool. It is unique. It is was done by someone who is artistic. It's creative, and to me, it is like an art. To those people, it is an art. Object. But also, like as a young kid too, because sneakers are like really attractive to like teenagers and kids in yeah. their like, early mid twenties. It gives you something to like belong to and do, like some oh, community sure. to be a part of and like nerd out on shit. And now the the first thing my mom my mom did not teach me like many things about women but she said like women always look at shoes first yeah yeah shoes. that's like where a woman's eye goes shoes. and it's not even necessary for like oh you're wearing cool Jordans my mom was just insane about my my shoe even if they were like church shoes being clean yeah shiny no matter how much fucking money you had you could shine your damn shoes or like she just like she's like I don't know as as a woman like my eyes on a man always go to the shoe like. Clean shoes says something about. So I, I don't use know that to also identify if I see like kind of what I think might be a crazy, insane, or homeless person like walking yeah. around. I can't really tell. I always look at the shoes because sometimes they'll get like a newish looking shirt or whatever. Right. But you look down, and you're like, oh, those shoes are beat to shit. Shoes because you could drive shoes into the ground. Bill yeah. Burr has a bit about like the kind like that's when you know you should be afraid of somebody like he's like the shoes are gone he's like he's like it's about how like white people are afraid of like all black people he's like the only ones you really want to worry about are like dudes whose sneakers are fucked up (laughs) he's right uh some of the crazier people i've ever seen white black whatever i always like have those shoes that are like 10 years too old yeah yeah you know who wears this shady shoe game we should start worrying (laughs) about him mike young Really, Mike? We start. What Mike Young when he comes to play balls, playing in like some Barclays that aren't like throwback Barclays, like the yeah. shit that he wore in Detroit, probably playing that are like a new color, yeah. like a level of tint from the sun that's not normal. Like Mike Young's shoe game, he's starting to go borderline on like crazy, <laughs> like a red. His, he might be losing it. His style, but he's not like the most stylish person though. If you've ever noticed, he just like. It, he does stuff that like just works, like where it's like okay, you're, he blends, yeah, like he blends he right never in. Stand out, or yeah. you ever you don't really notice him for bad or good style. He yeah, he's just like, and he doesn't need to because he's so charming and is always with the hottest girl imaginable. That you're like, yeah, why do you need to try and put on extra cool clothes? Oh, that yeah. Mike Young, he's cloaked in mystery. Still he just he'll seen snap his, his fingers and like a nine will grow out of the <laughs> fucking. I've ground. seen you both perform multiple times doing stand up. I know Mike Young longer than the both of you right. have not seen the stand up yet. That's really funny. And I actually get upset sometimes because, like, I, I, every now, like, whenever someone's in town, that's always like something I always want to take them to do is like, I, I think the comedy store is cool to go take an out of towner to see oh, yeah. him. So I'll always ask Kevin if he's going up and like I always end up seeing you there and like yeah. you don't even know sometimes I've been in the crowd you oh, not, no we have not locked eyes That's and I have like this weird thing like when I see you hanging out in the back I don't want to go up and like I know you don't give a shit but I just don't want to like like start a con- I feel like you got to get ready and like my, oh, you mean yeah, standing around in the back yeah like you're waiting you're, oh, you're always like, say you're, like hi. on deck or like getting ready to go and then like 
you'll be up there and like Mike Young will come in and they'll be like, yo, what's up? You can be around. Like, not nah, dude, it's already like 1130. I'm like, right. don't leave. And he's like, oh, I go on at 145. I'm like, Mike, <laughs> I go to bed. At f- if I'm awake past midnight, I turn into a fucking gremlin. Yeah, yeah. So That's I still so haven't funny. seen, although I did have him on my podcast and I played like his whole stand up album right. as like oh, my apology funny. for being a terrible That's friend. pretty cool. <laughs> um, I well, we meant to ask you this earlier. We could go into sidetracked. How many pairs of shoes do you own? I know that's probably a number you don't want to admit. I don't know if I ever wanted to discount. Well, because I, I really, I had a moment where, look, the whole freebie culture, with, especially with sneakers, and but with everything for actors, celebrities, whatever the fuck you want to call them, me. You know, when I was younger, I didn't understand it. At first, there was like this moment of like, hey, why do you want to give me this shift? Well, what's the catch? What yeah. do I owe you? Do I got to name my first son Nike? Like, I don't yeah. get what's going yeah. on. Then you just get numb to it. Like, oh, no, no, no. This is okay. You're like, this is allowed. They're going to give it to someone. So I had like a year or two where like, I, I honestly don't know if I paid for a sneaker or a shirt or a fucking anything. Yeah. And then I had just had this revelation after like a year or two of that where it's just, it's just wrong. I'm not saying like it's, it's, it's. Not it's like the worst thing in the world, but like people have become pigs about it. Where it's like, all right, we're not going to give you like a free pair of Jordans because you've been nice and like always talk kind of about like you're going to get ten free pair. I know people listening to this might think like, oh, big fucking problem, right? No, it's not. It's I'm not trying to say it was a big problem. I just at some point in my mid twenties, it became to feel like this weird, gross thing, and I just I'm like, that's it. Yeah, it's something's wrong now that I have enough money to buy sneakers and now I don't have to pay for them. Like, that doesn't make sense. But the weird irony about fame is that like... I needed this shit 10 years ago, man. The more famous you get, the less you have to pay for... But I think it's not so much about just the fact that you're famous. You are specifically sneaker famous. Right. Well, on that level, I am. Yes. Because of that episode with the shoe. Yes. And the Air Force One thing. So... So you kind of are, in the world of sneakers, a known as a person that is also kind of a sneakerhead. Right. They want, like, yeah, they want me wearing their sneakers. So I get it. Like, I, I even though it seemed wrong to me, like I'm getting all this free shit, in a weird way, they were getting way to give me $1,000 worth of sneakers, which is a lot of mine. I'm not trying to shit yeah. on $1,000, but yeah. for them, it cost them... 300 nothing, yeah 300 if that yeah. much like it's nothing for them of course it's worth it so i just stopped altogether so there was a point in time where i had i mean i had like I storage units your full closet of sneakers. once and it was it was insane right i went years where i'm talking like i did not buy a shoe or get a free shoe i just like i'm gonna wear what i got until the treads fall off right and um, it wasn't until recently, around the Fat Sal's opening time, because like we have kind of incorporated sneakers and yeah. Jordans into like the concept of the stores with the hats and all that, that I started wearing Jordans again. And the thought was like, first of all, I'm not taking a free anything, and I'm not going to be precious about them. Like I'm not going to stare at them in some storage <laughs> unit or some closet like like yeah. it's like the Hope Diamond. Like, I'm just going to wear them. If someone steps on them, wear them. I'm going to wear them till they're old, and I'm going to give them away. Yeah. I'll get, I'm going to donate them and be like a, no, like a normal fucking person. <laughs> so now, I mean, look, I do have a couple hundred pair. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, uh, a couple I, hundred? Yeah. 
of like your main shoes that you rotate through. Can you yes. have a main okay. couple hundred of anything? Well, I mean, if you have, if you at one point had storage units, oh, yeah, okay. then it's like a Kevin, couple hundred's a small chunk. Kevin, you know me pretty well at this point, and yeah. Nick, you're getting to know me pretty well. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have anything extravagant. It's true, you don't. I really have, don't. You like, just I don't, don't have a habit that's like. You know, Kevin's got me into watches. You're not still, really a like, car not- guy. You refuse to spend any real amount of money on watches. It bothers me a lot. I have some nice watches, but like totally, my watch game is not no any different. Like, is a very you're a very normal guy, simple, watch conservative game. watch game. Right. Yeah, you're not like a car dude. You don't you don't live in a mansion. Like, you don't spend money on basically anything. I it's- got lucky. The things that I enjoy are not like the most. Ex- my accountant loves me. Yeah, right, I'll bet, yeah. His favorite client. It's not even, yeah. it's maybe partly luck, but partly because you had like a a humble working class upbringing. It, it definitely has something to do with it. Uh, it's a combination of that and, and luck. Like the things I like to do just don't happen to, co- like uh, going to the comedy store with, right. usually, first of all, one of you two hook me up so I don't really ever pay for anything, <laughs> yeah. but like taking like five, six people to the comedy store, we spend a hundred bucks or two. Like, I'm not saying that's nothing, but like that's not considered an expensive habit no. in the uh, world. You're almost my like, yeah. my, my girls give me a heart, or like making fun of me because I'm always yammering about like a reissue skateboard deck. And I'll be like, ah, oh, it's you know, I don't need it. And but she's like, well, how much does it cost? I'm like, it's seventy dollars. She's like, what? That's not any like. You should be so lucky to fetishize something that oh, yeah. inexpensive in comparison to things it's you could be spending money to on. Your, it, it, look, if it's all relative to your income base, like yeah. it really, like I, yeah, I mean, I like cars. I have a nice car, but I just downgraded to a lesser payment. Like I don't, right. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I got lucky in that way. I don't have crazy expensive. I don't have fucking ten thousand dollars suits and. Oh, that's the dumbest. Well, I, I get a haircut once a week. That's one of my biggest expenses. Dude, I, I wish I could do that once a week. Keep would be tight. so great. I, I try to keep the fro trimmed to yeah, once yeah, yeah. a week. I do once every five weeks. Really? Because yeah. I see you got kind of a fresh cut right I, now. Yesterday. So what is that? What happens to that in five weeks? It just turns like normal. It's, it's I don't no- ever notice it looking that super different, though. Yeah, because you're pretty put together. I've never been like, oh, Nick needs a haircut. Yeah, I've never I been like, I don't let fuck. it get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but five weeks, that's pretty light. Five, yeah. my, for me, five weeks, man, oh, I'd Because he I'd cuts it so, so tight that right. five weeks just looks like it's like a regular haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, that's, I do that on purpose because it just gets annoying. So I'm like, just fucking every... And he doesn't charge a lot. It's so like I can Brooklyn do it every thing too. Weeks. Once a week, like one of my buddies just moved here from Brooklyn, and um, you know he was asking, he's like, oh, yeah, "Who's your barber? I need a barber." And I, I, I have had the same barber for years now, and he look, he I guess in the barber shop world, he's expen- He charges like forty bucks and then tip. That's like a that, that that's a healthy amount of money for a yeah. fucking cut. Yeah. So when I told him that, he's like, "Oh, I can't use." It. I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause he like goes like twice a week." Yeah. So I'm like twice a wow. week. Wow, that that's it. But in Brooklyn, it's like it starts from the feet up. So like it starts at the sneakers, then whatever, like whether you're in shape or not, whatever your tattoos are, and it ends at the head. What your cut is? That's wow. like Brooklyn fashion 101. Sneakers, yeah. tattoos, and in your hair. Wow. Now bro- I remember- you would do you do well in bro- old school Brooklyn, new and new school Brooklyn. But yeah. you'd even fit in in old Brooklyn. Okay, I remember cool. once Dame Dash was talking about like meeting Jay Z. And how he was skeptical because Dame, I think, was from Harlem, and Jay, he heard Jay was Jay Z was from Brooklyn, and yep. he was like, he showed up, he was wearing Nikes, not Fila's. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was kind of like clowning him, like you know, he showed up, he looked right, 
He had like the right shoes on. Fila, we didn't even touch upon Fila. There's a kind, there's a certain kind Woo. of Fila that is kind of so wrong it's right. Where you're like, it makes you, it reminds you of like salt and pepper and some like those jackets. Fila in the Brooklyn Italian community. Yeah, in the, the Italian, Fila, the, the Guido Fila community. Huge, right? Yeah. The Sergio Tacchini suit. Yeah. yeah, the suit, the sweatsuit with yeah. the fi- like. That's like gangster one hundred and one. Right. What did mobsters look like in the eighties and nineties? EPMD wore that. Yeah. Sergio Tacchini jumpsuit tough. with a pair of fucking feelers, black suede feelers on your feet. Yeah. That was the definition of, uh, and I guess in a weird way in New York, in Brooklyn, young, like 80s, 90s gangsters, or I mean like Italian mobsters almost, yeah. Yeah. also contributed to the sneaker game because that, like I said, starts from the feet up and um, they were the first, like feelers, they even started wearing George, like the, the shoe game to them was very important and Old school gangsters, even like in the Gotti era, God, John Gotti was a fashion icon. Yeah. John Gotti was a fashion yeah, icon. Yeah, yeah. In the, the burgundy Fila sweatsuit. Oh. With the white or black suede. You're like, watch out for it that fucking guy. It became a cliche. Guy. That's how popular it was. Like, yeah. you put on the Supreme. It's every gangster, like, stereotype is Fila sweatsuit. Yeah. Sergio Tacchini sweatsuit, rather. Right, right. Yeah. It's great. What do you think about collaboration shoes? Like, do you ever get into that? Because that's like a sub-obsession of sneakerheads, where certain companies like collaborate, and you're well, like, 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 like the Vans and Disney are doing that. Puma has been doing it. These the Jeff Staple like dunks, the Jeff Staple dunk with the pigeon. I it, for me, it's hit or miss. Right? Yeah, it could be so sweet and so well done, and then there's other times where it just kind of seems a little corny. Like, it's just hit or miss. Like. For, for me, you're right. There's Those a new whole Jordan subculture of that that, that that people that just live for that. What's the yeah, new Jordan one so with the limited. orange? The new Jordan one that just came out with the orange. It's a it's its edition. It's not a collaboration though. You just... for for Russell Westbrook? No, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Sorry. Well, maybe you maybe get up on your game. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you guys think about like what Kanye's done for Adidas? Has he, say what you want. The shit. Wait, what were the most recent ones that came Adidas out? Adidas has always been so like they're all. Weird. You know, they're kind of the number two, and they're always like butting up against he's Nike's doing relevance. Some, he's doing some real interesting. Sh- I mean, they're real interesting looking. I don't see a ton of people wearing shatter them. backboards, and I don't. I wonder if there's. Is it? I, I. I would doubt you could really even fuck with Nike's market share at this point. No, 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 no. But on a worldwide level, though, I think Adidas is bigger because of soccer. There's a place for Adidas. Like Adidas has, but I think in Europe, out. in Europe, Adidas is much more popular. The Yeezy Boost 350 is yeah. what we're talking about. Those like are, they're so bizarre looking. They, they, I mean, they sold out. And did you ever get the the, the 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 Nike Kanyes? Did no. you ever have those? No, I never. I liked those. I thought they were cool looking. The, the black ones. Yeah, I am. I never, I've never like gotten into. Is it because he's not an athlete? Yeah, yeah, and, and right. again, I'm not saying I'm right about it. Right. I just this is my preference. Like I don't, you know, I like the mixture of wearing something that was once used for athletics yeah. and incorporating them into like your casual fashion. Yeah, that's been like the hook. I, for me. There's something because because Jordan, I think, is inarguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Agreed. People will argue, but I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, who's who do you put? There's so many theory people. Some people will put uh, Bill Russell because of his championships. Bill Russell, yeah. Mad, like I, kind of. Some people are already starting the LeBron talk, which is just insane. It's insane. Look at the stats. It's crazy. But uh, but like 
it's it's that Jordan's the best player of all time. I can wear the shoes of the best player of all time that he wore while he was being the best player of all time. It's so simple. I can yeah, buy. Nice. I can buy. It's like Tiger Woods doesn't. Pl- you can go buy the same clubs that Tiger Woods supposedly uses, but you're not using the same clubs. His are made different. Right. But you Jordan sneakers are Jordan sneakers. You go buy them. You can buy the same socks. That's the 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 craziest thing is like I used to when you bought those as a kid, uh, you bought them to play. If you mm-hmm. were a basketball player, I mean, even yeah. if you played in the park, like yeah, you you wanted to. You, I would wear them to play, and then I would come home and scrub the shit out of them <laughs> so I could wear them to the party. Yeah, you know, like they were doing double time for you. They they were everything. Oh, speaking of which, do you have like a certain uh, brand of shoe? white shoe cleaner that you like and that works yes that actually works it actually works and you know what i don't know the name my girlfriend bought it for me uh i forget where she got it and they actually have a brush on the top okay um i'll i could try and see if she could get i'll text her to see if she can get me the name i I don't even know the name but they are yeah let me know because i have a couple pairs of white shoes i want to clean and i don't want to waste there's a lot of good products out there too but uh, I'll get you the name. I'll, I'll text. I bet yeah, you I'd a love site that. Like Nice Kicks would have a good. Oh, for sure. That's the other oh, probably, thing. Probably. Yeah, like, yeah. You could just. Yeah. But I'll get you the one I got. But yeah, like you, you played in it. like when Jordan fives came out, which were like the real high tops. Yeah. Since the since twos, I guess. But I never fucked with twos. But they were like my era. The first, like they were higher than twos. Twos, threes, still... and fours are quarters. Yeah. You know. I was ready. Like, I laced those up, went right to, you know, the white ones with the 23 with the black tongue. Yeah. And then the reflective gray tongue. I was playing in those. God, yeah. I can't wait to go home and put on my Jordans. I'm not even going to go do anything today. Should I'm just going to walk you around my go apartment. shopping. <laughs> Be careful walking around, though. You get bad posture if you stare at them, bro. I know. I, I catch my, not as much as you do, I don't think, but I do that. When I get a new pair of shoes, I'll just fucking stare at them. <laughs> when I'm walking down the street, yeah. or if I'm sitting there, like with my legs, I'll just like look at them. Um, how do we feel about? And I'm not trying to make this into like an issue. This is just a question. Like for me, I think it's hot as shit. What seeing a girl in some all drugs. day, yeah, me. yeah. It's like when all you day. see a girl driving like an old pickup truck. Yeah, you're just like, like that's and if the she hottest thing out of the, the pickup truck and was wearing some yeah, old a girl. Like, and how do I marry her? <laughs> a girl in a man's Rolex all day. So you're saying if a girl rolled up in an old beat up pickup truck with a fucking very subtle like date just on her wrist no, and no, she no, hops she gets out with a Submariner a sub. on her wrist, just a man-sized Rolex and hops Jordans. out and is wearing some grape fives. Dude. You're just like, hey girl. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, hey girl. You're my dropping girl. to my one girl, knee. My girl does that. Shit. I've got. I've convinced so many of my female friends to buy cool sneakers because I'm just like, hey, you'll look cool as shit, and it's it's it'll be this bizarre trigger to every dude around you. Like, oh shit, she's cool as yeah. hell. She's fun. Yeah, I, not not and not alone. Like, it's not even like sexual. Like, oh shit, she's cool. I went out on a limb for my girlfriend and I's like first Christmas, but like we hadn't been together that long. You so had like, a you had a tough timing of Christmas, it, I remember. Right, we were in a weird moment. It's, <laughs> it's like I when you start dating someone a month before Valentine's Day, you're like, we yeah. are fucked. Yeah, what do like, I do? We weren't <laughs> together for like a year, but I don't even think it was. But it was, it was a few months. Yeah, but we it was a good few months. Like we we you know a whirlwind, if you will. A, whir- a whirlwind. <laughs> a whirlwind. And um, I was just on the fence, and she'd always like said and commented on like my some of my sneakers and like always like said like that like she noticed that right away with me so i just went out i mean i'd gotten her some other stuff but i went out on the limb and i got her a pair of chicago ones which is just 
like the starter kit yeah. Jordan. Yeah. They are think- incredibly classic. <laughs> right. It's just like the starter kit. I told kit. you I was going to end my embargo against Nike. I was, like, I was like, Chicago. yeah, Chicago once. Just get your feet wet, quote unquote, <laughs> for lack of a yeah. better phrase. Yeah. So I got her a pair of Jordan ones and I got her a pair of uh, Grape Fives, white uh-huh. Grape Fives, which are like, to me, a very cool shoe for a woman. They got the purple tongue. Yeah. It's just like they're white. They they're like, cute as shit. And they're kind of white. Well, also too, fives are kind of bulky. So she's a f- size five and a half. So yeah. I almost like wish my foot was smaller. I wear fives a lot and they look good, but they look big. The tongue is big and bulky. Yeah. Like Fives on a girl look Dang. Well, on a small foot look fucking oh, amazing. Yeah, those are cool. yeah. But there is a side effect that comes with this, Nick and Kevin. Uh-huh. So I get now she's now she's got like four pairs of Jordans now at this point. She wears but that was like your guys' first, I would say, couple Instagram shot across yes. the bow. Yes. <laughs> Two pairs of match. You guys got matching Jordans. You had you had fives also. I believe we t- entitled the Instagram Jordans be flirting. <laughs> Jordans be flirting. <laughs> it was her great fives and my uh, cement one or maybe my true blue threes is kind of yeah. like next to And it was like ones. guess Love what it. guys? These two are in a couple. Right. Wow. But here's the downside to that, Nick and Kevin. Yeah. So you lace your girl up, you put her on the Jordans, yeah. you kind of, hey, this is like a part of culture. You should embrace, I'm not saying wear them every day, but have a pair or two. Yeah. And then she wears them out one day. And then all that is, is a smoke signal for dudes yeah. to stare at your girl, to yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I mean, I'm talking, I've been walking with her when she's wearing the Chicago ones and they're the original Chicago ones. And like guys cat call her for, she's a very pretty girl. I'm not even saying yeah. she's my girl. Like you notice her. She's cute. She's beautiful. Yeah. And then they see the sneakers and got, while I'm walking with her hand in hand, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. fuck. Oh shit. Look at that. You're like just screaming at her. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get into a fight over this. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's sonar. Have you gotten your lady a pair of Jordans? She doesn't Kevin? love sneakers at all. No, you got to change ever. Thing. You know how she's probably Rarely. trying to change you right now because she's a woman. That's what they do. <laughs> you got to change her a little bit. You got to get her into some sneakers. She's not trying. You know, it's the only thing she's trying to do is make my house cleaner, which is valid. Does she work out? Bad. Yes. What does she wear when she works? She out? wears Nike runners, like Nike running shoes, like you know the ones a lot, you know, black with the white sole, like simple, generic running. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even talked about Air Max. Oh, fuck. I got a few pairs of those. Do you? Oh, yeah, you do. Air Max. I'm obsessed with Air Max. denim ones, yellow and black ones. I have a whole set. Infrared Air Max. I can't remember the other ones. That's my... I took my friend Cassandra because she had a new job in a writer's room, and I was like, get cool sneakers. Everyone will think you're cool. And she got Air Max. They're pretty good. That thing you again. Oh, no, no, the Air, Air Max had a huge re- like Air Max. You can, are just go, you can get them at Foot Locker. She got the the the, yeah. the, the pink black. I've and white. always loved them because I am a shorter gentleman. Air right. Max give you a little boost. There's, really? a, little, there's <laughs> a little heel if you really look. There's a little heel to an Air Max. I got about about another half an inch of height. I yeah. I propelled a five foot seven and a half on with Air Max. Right, that's funny. Nick don't, Nick don't have that problem. No, I no, don't no. think Jordans would work for my girl. I think high top Vans would. Fuck like, you. Was so good. Just get her a pair of Jordans, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a different look to that, like a high top Vans versus it's like a summer. pair of Nikes. It's very, it's very, it's different. Yeah, it's a little like sportier and kind of like it's just someone looks more. A girl would just look more fun in a pair of Nikes instead of like Vans for some reason. See, I I disagree. I think it's just different kind of fun. 
Like a cool pair of high top Vans. I'm like, I'm saying like uh, sporty or fun. Well, yeah, sporty. Like yeah, yeah like like Vans is like you're chill, you're laid back, you're cool. One's like more indie rock. One's like more sporty. I, remember when I bought the pair of like denim Vans and realized that you can't wear them with any jean ever. Yeah, I didn't even, like Canadian. I just saw yeah. a pair of denim Vans. I'm like these are fucking kind of great. I love yeah. them. And I bought them. And I'm just not a shorts guy. Like I'm a, <laughs> I'm like 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 I wear like basketball shorts, obviously. Yeah. But I'm, I don't mm-hmm. have any kind of like short to wear to like a day party i just i've just never had and i tried to force vans on you so hard it did not it stick. didn't take you own zero take. zero vans no no i have i have like four pair I have like four okay. pair of vans wear them I, twice. I bu- yeah i wear them twice a year yeah. um <laughs> i can be like oh like i'm these white vans i haven't worn them in a while yeah i tried to force them on you it didn't stick it didn't take you've done wonders with me on certain things but, <laughs> are you but, back with air force ones at all no well, because I was told, and this is an <laughs> awful thing I was told, and yeah. I didn't even know this, but while in like the height of Entourage and some of my heavier days when mm-hmm. I was above the two bills category, right. Um, right around the time SBs became really popular again, yeah. like the SB the resurgence, dunk. the uh, dunk, yeah, yeah. you know, someone from like Hot Rod in Westwood came and was like, oh, we want to gift you these pair. Like by gifting, I wore them on the show. Right. So I earned those. And then one of the other people there was like, yeah, you got to stop at the Air Force Ones. Those are fat kid shoes. Yeah. And I was like, what? What, what are you ta- fuck are you talking about? But I, I mean, is L- that Look around Air Force, like, uh, ch- that, they were dubbed at some point fat chubby kid shoe. Is that because of Fat Joe? That. I have no idea if that's even true. I mean, true. Nelly fucking isn't fat. The person it who said my Air it, Force One song. The I'm going to look that up right now. No, no, no. The person who said that to me, who will remain nameless, uh... Just spit some bull. That's like his view. That yeah. wasn't like a pop culture view. But yeah. at the time, I didn't know any better. And this guy. And by the way, the SBs I got handed were amazing. It shows how impressionable I am. It's very. It's very, Although it is very easy to pick, picture a a overweight East Coast type hip hop dude. Jean. Well, they look in, good in no, baggy no, no. jeans. Jean shorts. Very big jean right. shorts with white Air Force ones. Jean shorts, white Air Force ones. Air Force ones because they're wide. Yeah. Look good with baggier jeans as well. Right. Jordans don't look the best with baggy jeans, and SBs. No. SBs actually do too, but that was like more like skinny skater. Yeah, this baggy n- jeans. There's nothing on here about yeah, you, fat kid Air spit, Force. I call that spitting the bean, which means yeah. you're bullshitting, and I fell for it. Yeah, I Hot mean, Rod's a great store, by the way. Hot Rod, yeah, I haven't been there in a while. I get all my vans from there. Hot Rod Westwood uh, yeah. is right by the the Fat Sal. Like when Fat Sal's first opened up, I would go over there and like we were still figuring it out, and I would eat and like yeah, I'd, like be waiting for Sal or Josh to come by, and then just go to Hot Rod and yeah, and kick it. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool shop. Yeah. If you yeah. had to pick one Jordan that you could only wear for the rest of your life, what would it be? That's a hard question. And the color, the color scheme too, include it's that. Like asking me to pick between children. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? I give you two color schemes of the same model. All right. Look, I, I the pick is obvious. Yeah, but there's definitely a cooler answer. But if that were, I'm, I'm just taking that as literal as possible. If you're telling me I, that is fact yeah. for the rest of my life, that is it. Yeah. It's white cement threes and black cement threes. I'd say, I knew you were and that's it. That. But there are way cooler, like in terms of like, there are a lot cooler ways to go. I almost think you can. I go, love Laney fives are fucking amazing. Which I you almost see think me you can go white and black three fours or fives because they all. Although the thing is, for me, ones I don't wear my the kind of pants I wear ones 
like my pants will fit over the top of ones. Right, which is yeah. still a good look. It's not. Bad, I don't but do you, the. I don't do the jeans into the tongue thing. It's a tough thing to pull off. I still haven't mastered it all the time. Like I, I like it. You could do it with threes and fives easily, like because the tongue is so dominant. Yeah, that it's not that distracting. But ones. That's why I never wore my threes. Uh, have some skinny You know, elevens like that. this, like elevens. The tongue goes over, like your jeans could go over pretty well, and they yeah. still look like a cool shoe. Yeah, yeah. I, I go look. The more ones, I look at those, the cooler they are. If, when, if, by the way, you're gonna have like they're a little spacey. Be careful. Like, now you're wearing like, raw cool. denim. They will leave a blue I ring around wear. the top. I told you I'm not going to be precious about okay, it. Okay, yeah. I can't be precious about it because I'll turn into psycho. Plus, Jerry. the blue will just match the shoe. Yeah, I guess the de- the denim will like. You so you go know. threes, white and black. Right, like that. Like if you if I'm taking that in the literal sense and yeah. not being creative at all. I would go that direction, but um, the back—it's that gray, it's that gray yeah. rubber piece in the back that where it says Nike Air. You know what the best? And Nick, if you want to Google this just to see, yeah. like what I think is a very good shoe to wear, like just in terms of like you could wear, you could dress up a little bit and wear them and still be like no one will think you're a child by seeing that you're wearing sneakers. Is Green Glow Fours? Green you could glow. wear Green Glow Fours as like an accessory to. A dope button down, rolled up sleeves, a nice watch, a nice right. pair of fucking jeans, and like you, you're. St- it's like they actually are like a conversation piece. They're pretty rare. Jordans and have become. Cool fuck. Jordans have green glows are those. fucking cool. They become kind I'd of an acceptable those. thing to wear. I know. I mean, they're very popular right now. I notice with agents, like young agents type dudes, yes. young Hollywood people, like a the X. What is it? Generation X. What are we? No, X? they're Y. They're y. You and I are X, I so you're talking yeah. people that would be Generation Y to wear with like a button down and a fucking nice jeans, and then you have George, respectable Jordans. Basically, my outfit for any business meeting I have is yeah. also comedians. There's like alternative comedians have begun begun to really yeah fetishize. I always sneakers. check out sneakers of every comedian on stage, and I'm yet to like. <laughs> See, Air Maxes I've noticed Air are Max very I popular. See a lot. I never see Jordans. I see Air Max, Air Max a lot. I've huge. seen Hirachis a couple of times. I see Jordan ones a lot. On comics, you know who owns a ton of Air Max is Dalia, Chris Dalia. Yeah, he owns a shit. Dalia is a big sneakerhead. He has a lot of Jordan ones too. Yeah, he's big on. Uh, he'll find like two pairs, two types of shoes he likes, and then just get fifty of each. I think Kevin, you need to go buy a pair of. Just get some. I think you get Chicago ones. Start there, Nick. I see green glows in Chicago your ones. I, I would wear fi- those. I didn't find any Chicago ones for less than like four hundred dollars. I have the only pair I have now are. I think they're fives, right? The Jordans, the White Sox ones. No, those are Jordan ones, White Sox edition. No, 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 they're not ones. Are you sure? I'm positive. I you know, think they're ones. I don't think so. Let me look. They're the eyes. one shape. Fives, you no, the fives are are a completely different shape. Jordan. Uh, they're the pin. Remember the, they had the pinstripes on them. Yeah, those uh, are ones. I believe they're ones. Yeah. Jordan's White Sox. See, I looked for Chicago fives, and they were all just like too high. I don't want to spend that. Well, much. I was going to bring you a pair just to try on too, because right. like I said, like the, the tongue oh, of the fives. Uh, I was going to actually give you like hang on to these, wear them, see yeah. if you like them. I think I have a, a, a couple of tens, like just to. I don't know if that's the right shoe for you. That's a big oh, yeah, bulky. Fucking I'm not sure my pants will fit over the tongue of the five. They won't. They won't. Huh. Yeah, they totally they are. Definitely, you got it. You are ones, threes, uh, tens, elevens. <laughs> I'm only gonna go one or three. What about twos? Are twos really bulky? I, I just t- twos went over you my. You don't head. like fours. And twos fives. are a weird choice. That's kind of why I like them. Uh, twos are the Milgauss of Jordans, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Like 
I don't know if they sold, and I, mean, I think they actually did sell back in the day, but I, I, I just wasn't. They don't look like Jordans to me. I don't know why something in this. That's what part childhood. of me likes them is they're they're like this weird anomaly Jordan. Yeah, they're cool, and they have the they say Air Jordan on them. So you don't like fours and fives at all? No, I do. I oh, love them. I love oh. lo- four four. See, that's what I mean. Fours Three, are, four, and five are fucking. Fours perfect. are much more like yeah. my generation of. Like I think the first Jordan I ever played in were, were fours. Yeah, I've were said this before fours. on the podcast. One of the reasons the Jordan One means so much to me is half the Bones Brigade wears them in the in the movie. And I mean Tommy Guerrero, Steve Caballero, Lance Mountain. I believe Mike McGill. I don't know what kind of shoes Tony Hawk's wearing. How are we not gonna go? Sneaker shopping after this podcast, guys. Like, I can discuss I'll it. Go. I don't know if I see a way around it. I will totally go. I I, I wanted to mention Airwalks just briefly because that was a shoe I fetishized. Oh uh, yeah, too. those were cool. The, Tony Hawk had a pair of white Airwalks with a big Velcro strap, and my dad wouldn't buy them for me because they were fifty bucks. And I wanted them so bad. They were so weird looking. They were so cool. Those were great. And then I got a pair of Vision sneakers that were great. Not the not the skinny high top ones. They made like a bulky one that was like an Airwalk. They were important. But like I fetishized half cabs, Jordan ones, those white airwalks that Tony Hawk had. After that, uh, I had a pair of Carl Kanai boots. <laughs> those were cool to me. Those were cool to me. And then it, but then from then, as far as sneakers goes, then Did it's you ever just fuck with Timberlands? No, that was not a West Coast thing, really. At all. Yeah, because that's like a new East Coast. Carl Kanai. No, it was it was just not like where we Carhartt grew up. Like a Carhartt and some Timberlands. Nah, that was, that was not. A, that Timberland store in the mall where you just see like dudes walking out like. Yeah. Yeah. With these For huge, junior prom, chunky. I got a suit and my mom bought me Capizios. Carl Kanai. Carl Kanai boots. Because I didn't want to wear like dress shoes. So my suit pants fit over Carl Kanai brown leather boots. And I was like, I was about as cool as I could get in my mind because they had a big like metal plate that's yeah. Carl Kanai on the side. <laughs> I recently tried, I have a... Big Daddy Kane wore them. <laughs> I had a pair of uh, Green Bean Fives, Jordan uh-huh. Green Bean, which are very cool sneaker. Know. And I was going to, but they got beat up. And I'm like, you know what? They were kind of light. I'm like, I'm going to try and play in them. Right. It's like wearing fucking ankle weights. <laughs> it's like how Michael Jordan was able to defy gravity. Well, you know what I love now of the new ones? Because that's the thing. Sneakers are so much lighter They're now. So, like by like 70%. The KDs. The KD2. Well, now you're talking to like the whole... And again, this is like me I trying not to those. be grandpa. Like you love the easy money KDs that I have. Yeah. Um, I fucking love those shoes. They're so cool looking. There's something about my... And I play basketball two, three times a week. And I, I, it was so weird. Kobe Bryant introduced like the low tops into the game and then yeah. they were followed by the cp3s and then durant and i was so scared for so long to wear low tops playing hoops it just seems scientifically you're gonna break your ankle incorrect right yeah. and then i sprained my ankle bad wearing like high top lebrons like real and it, it did nothing for me i said fuck it so when i healed up i started wearing kobe's i mean they, they weigh an ounce yeah i ran faster <laughs> Jumped, fuck. I was definitely more athletic, where, and uh, we were, of course, talking limited athleticism <laughs> at 35 years old. And then I started wearing Durant's. Like, now I'm all, like, I'm only low tops when I play. Like, I'll occasionally wear, I have like a pair of high top Carmelos, which I don't love because they're on high tops now are uncomfortable to play basketball in for me. Right. Like, it's Kobe's, it's Durant's, it's CP3's. It's the only thing because 
I just like the low to mid level. I have no idea how to how I would wear Durant's because like you kind of can't wear them with pants. The strap makes it real difficult, like yeah. real weird. It's and the way the back part. puffs out is weird. But like I saw a guy at the gym wearing them um, with shorts, and they're just so ridiculous looking. They're great to me. Yep. And some of the color schemes are great. Kevin, let's go. You you got dough, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Who sponsors this podcast? I know it's not Shoe Palace. We should get Shoe Palace yeah, to sponsor no this podcast for a free pair of Jordans. You yeah. give us a pair of Jordans, you guys will run ads for the month of August. How would you do that? We'll do two months for <laughs> Jordans. Come on. Yeah, I would do two months for a Easily. pair. Easily. Let's go shopping, girl. Call call Shoe Palace. Do your thing. Yeah. We're coming over. So hard. Because, yeah, sne- it, sneakers, they get, go now. they trigger the child, the, the kid in, the kid in me, your heart. For sure. I could buy yeah. a pair of sneakers. And also, we're in a sneaker renaissance because you can buy every pair you've ever had and all these new crazy pairs. And so you can restore pairs. I could buy a, a new pair of sneakers every that. single day and find a cool pair every day. The restoration part of the sneaker Vans game are great. Is, I'm excited about that. That's like the, probably the coolest thing. Keep, my friend's company, Keep is, makes great sneakers. There's so many great sneakers in the world. Yeah, I want to get mine restored to like new. You... You could do it easily. I, I was just, I just, it and took affordably, me a few minutes, but I easily. found the picture of like the brand new, the White Sox ones, and I'm like, they're so bright. They're ones white. though, right? Yeah, they are ones. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Mr. Knows how long it's been since I've even looked. Like I hid them away because I was like, I don't want to wear them anymore. They're my only, they're my first ones, my only ones. I put them in a box and just hid them, and I like forgot what they looked like. That's the but best. Seeing them brand new, it's like I got to get them to look like that again. I think I sort of clowned sneakerheads in my in my mind for a little while. She's like, "That's lame," and the lining up. But now it, there's something about it that's like sweet and like I it's sort of like wanna... it's like harmless. Really, no one's get really getting killed for them anymore. It's just the like it's way. a thing you're into, it's and like, it's not cool. super expensive. It's just like they're just shoes. Yeah, it's I mean like, cool. it can be when you they like try and buy the I'm ones that aren't those, available on eBay. I keep calling them kids, but they're not kids. You know, those young young guys at. The party were just like, do you hear them speak about it? It's almost like, wow, if you put that much effort into other things in your life, you're going to be all right. But the thing, it is expert knowledge. It is art. Expert knowledge. It is design. It is like learning. It's the ability to go out and do research. You're you're right. You're saying like, these dudes are going to be all right. Like if you went to Florence, Italy, and went to go study art in the same way you study sneakers, like you could... You could be an art major. Like, you could yeah. learn a lot about Renaissance art. Well, like, that's in the same way. Lots of famous graffiti artists became great artists or great designers and stuff. It's just it's the ability to be passionate and get fired up about something. So Yeah, to know what's good. Oh, graffiti, shit. That could be a whole other thing. That could be a whole other thing, but wearing Jordans while doing graffiti? Quickly about graffiti. <laughs> the famous West Coast graffiti artist Risk just put out a really good book, so go buy that. You Risk. know about Fuzz One? Uh, no, I don't know about Fuzz Famous, one. like, graffiti artists in the Bronx. It's a great book I'll give you about. Okay. From Bronx, or, or New York people, Lee is a big one. That's that's the one I know it, of. That's why I do. Look, I'm not trying to, like, I really do feel like the coolest part of America is, like, the differences in culture from East Coast to West Coast. Yeah. Like, it really it's is. two different worlds. Well, the fam- there's a whole, the, just the famous graffiti artists here are different. You know, the, the famous graffiti artists here are uh, Mir, Skate, Hex was big, Risk, uh, the Seventh Letter crew, those guys, and you know that. And then, but then you go up to San Francisco and you get uh, you get Barry McGee, Shepard Ferry kind of transcends different coasts, 
But yeah, it, it's I kind of like that where it's each area has their famous people. All right, I really OTR think OTR crew. I think both of you need to, in the relatively near future, buy yourself a pair of Jordans, <laughs> Kevin specifically. <laughs> You really need you to. You really Kevin need to. Only because you've been a hypocrite all this time. Now I think you yeah. owe it to I'm just, Nike and time, Jordan. And I don't know Nike <laughs> shit. <laughs> you owe yourself something. Nike, I'm turning him back into a hypocrite. No, I don't know Nike shit. Okay. <laughs> hey, come see my friend Neil Brennan's Nike commercials. They're super funny. And yeah, also, I don't Neil. support Nike at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. I support Nike's uh, the choice in TV directors. I like right now, you're, you're already you're starting to backslide a little already, bit. Get back to where you were last week. I like, I like giant they, shit bag. I'll tell, I've told like. you what I like about Nikes. I like that they were the first major company to put a black athlete as the face of their company. I like that they pay skateboarders a lot of money. I like that they hire Neil. And they, have, they hire good designers. Yeah, you like their shoes. Just say that. Nah. You, we get, just spent 90 minutes talking about their incredible designs. And now you're like, yeah, they're whatever. You should get a pair for your girl. I don't think that she'd too. wear them. I think she'd wear them if they came from you. I think she'd wear them like sure. once, and then I'd see them in her house a lot. Get her a pair of blacks. But you know what? Ones. If she's into comfortable shoes, she'll wear them more. Because they are fucking comfortable. Okay, but n- women will thwart comfort for the sake of look. I mean, they wear high heels. That's what I mean, but maybe she, she a wants a break girl? every now and then. No, she has other shoes that she doesn't wear, that she wears for, to be comfortable that aren't. She has like Commerce All Stars. Okay. Oh yeah, that's like that's right down the street. That's right around the corner. Not from Air Jordans, is not. For comfortable, sne- there's some girls that just don't wear sneakers. Wait, I'm snoring. No, yeah, there are. She some- said Converse All Stars, <laughs> and I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. But I think the next step for her would be like Vans. I don't right. think Jordan. I don't think she'd do Jordan. cultural differences. Yeah, where's she from again? She's from here. I, she could do high tops because she has long legs. <laughs> so there's not like a risk of like oh they'll make get me look short. Get her a pair short. of Chicago yeah, I'd, ones. I'd and say then, get over the fear of like oh she might not and just go for it. Just you're be just like scared dudes are gonna look at her on the street. Yeah, <laughs> dudes already snatch her, her away from you. All right, all right, we're going. Did shoe I do okay? Shopping. You did great, dude. The passion. I knew, I, knew, I knew you would completely you'd completely flip out and it would just oh, be yeah. sneaker name. Burp. It's awesome. Oh, this makes yeah. me feel like a like a herb. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to an earlier party herb, episode. Yeah. Herb. Yeah, Gonna get a pair of high tops and lace them up way too tight. Like look a herb. Yeah. Fu- look at this fucking herb over here. <laughs> look at his fucking sneakers, bro. Look at this fucking yo. You're fucking choking the shit out of the fucking sneakers. You fucking herb. Well, because you know I what may you have get. said that exact dialogue at one point. Well, you know years you, ago. when you when you lace up sneakers too tight and then there's a little dirt involved you get those weird marks right by the holes you get those fucking lines outside uh, on the outside of this other uh, lace was your accent that heavy when you moved out oh, here? Was way- you know what's happened to me it's bizarre and ironic i've lived in la for 15 years i now have a fake new york accent because <laughs> there's a little bit in there when you talk now but when you were doing that impression i was like wow that, it like takes work to do that and i don't know if it's 100 percent accurate anymore Oh, You've wow. been working on your non-regional diction, My like non-regional Christina. <laughs> like Christina Apple. No, I mean it's still there with certain words, and like when I get heated, but like, like having my friend here from Brooklyn, like it's not sneakers. Sneakers. But when you get when you get mad, like if you're yelling at a girl, like we don't have the money. No, it's just like it's like, babe. No, honestly, I don't really want to go to that restaurant tonight because I just don't want to eat there. I said I don't want to fucking go have dinner over there. Like I did, I turned, it comes back. Yeah, all the R's disappear. Oh man, (laughs) my mom's something special. Her accent's something special. It's so I I like make fun of her now, and I actually start to feel bad. It's like wow, hers is something special. It's nice. Turlet? 
Turlet. T E R L O I T. Turlet. Yeah, the turlet's yeah. not working. That's fucking. You want to awesome. close with that one? <laughs> the turlet is not working. The turlet's not. That's All the right, name thanks, of the episode. Dude. All right. Thank. Uh, thanks again for doing this, dude. Anytime. I'm a big fan of the occasionally awesome podcast. We're a big fan of you being our uh, dynasty guest. Right. That's the closer right there. <laughs> Boom. Three Pete. I finally get a star on some walk of fame in my own right. Yeah. Fuck Nike. <laughs> We're not ending with that. We're ending with Kevin's getting a pair of Jordans, whether you he likes it or not. get the swoosh tattooed on your tricep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like when people get the swoosh tattooed on their foot as a joke. That's funny. That actually is pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just we'll see you guys it. next week.